Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm still in the process of waking up. I mean, I'm Alex. Why did birds suddenly appear with the end credits here? Just like me. They're glad to be done with you. Every week we talk about a spy on sexual walkabout, <laughs> pretending that he's out to save the world. And also Indiana Jones, Pitch Perfect, and the Santa Claus, and Joker, and the Phantom of the Opera. And Bone Tomahawk. And we will review No Time to Die in August or July. But till then, me and my friends are done with you. But till then, me and my friends... <laughs> are done with you that's been the podcast i'm britain thank you guys <laughs> thank you that's really all that needs to be said <laughs> in a way man guys we are here we have made it through all the bond films i have not seen all of them because i didn't yeah, do did, the connery mm, ones that's, that's stolen valor that's um, true that is that is true that's true it's like uh yeah so you guys have really, really made it through. You're, you're George Mackay in 1917. Yes. Oh, and I'm Richard Madden, just crying. <laughs> <sighs> so how are you guys feeling? We should note, uh, I, would, I would like to circle back to this. Um, mm -hmm. as, as Alex mentioned, um, he's still in the process of waking up. It is 9.14 p.m. That's true. Time of recording. Normally, so, this is if, when we finish recording. If that tells you where we're at right now in our in our mindsets. Um, yes, and then we're about to talk about uh, this movie, which is in fact "Die Another Day." And also, uh, we know this episode's coming out a little bit later. Uh, apologies to you all. There's just been some crazy schedule stuff, you know, the last few days getting everything wrangled. So we appreciate your patience. And uh, I mean, if that song wasn't worth it, then why are you still listening to the show? For the record, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> You can't rush art. <laughs> every, every week we're like, so Tyler, is the episode? And he's like, no, they they work for us. I don't owe them anything. No, they are ants to me. It's true. <laughs> but yes, we were talking about Die Another Day, the final outing of Pierce Brosnan. And bad James Bond movies. Um in the sense of every movie that came before Daniel Craig's movies. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, again, I, I realize now I have seen every James Bond film except Spectre and Sean Connery movies. Mm -hmm. And Her Majesty's Secret Service. And Casino Royale. The original Casino Royale. Well, Not, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's That being a Bond movie is apocryphal, I think. Yeah. Although this movie being a Bond movie, is oh, you got that right. Yeah, 
Guys, Alex is a sleepy little chicken baby right now. <laughs> and so we're just uh I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, it means it means I got here, you woke up and immediately started it's... eating chicken. <laughs> you, you looked and he went, Well, hey. And then turned to your to your left and there was chicken suddenly in your hands. <laughs> what? That's my nap chicken. What? Everybody's got some, right? <laughs> the nap chicken. What are you talking about? So, Die Another Day, <laughs> from 2002, God. directed by everyone's favorite, uh, Lee Tamahori. It has a 57% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 41% audience scores. Now, gentlemen, I will That's probably me. be f- going back to sleep at some point during this podcast, so <laughs> I want the both of you to take this off my hands. Explain why those scores are way too high. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say way too low. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh boy um listening or, or reading our our little group chat as both of you watched the movie was was a very enjoyable experience i may, I may actually pull that up just so that i, I have i think i enjoyed story. that more than the movie that's probably we fair. do tend to have some good some good misses back and forth yeah it's i was i was hoping that this would be a good bad like a full every james bond movie has a moment or two that's like a good bad moment for me and I was hoping that's what this movie would be at worst, but it just it was just not even that. Whew. Um, also, just for so, – Alex is very sleepy. For the audience's sake, I'm full of burger and ice cream right now. <laughs> I'm just a just – a, And a, also, like, sick? Yeah, I'm coming off of a cold, so I'm a little sniffly, and so I apologize. Guys, you know what? This isn't going to be as off the rails as Santa Claus 3, but, you know, well. it'll have more ice in it than that movie did. So, Tim Allen Santa Claus would have improved this movie quite a bit, I think. Let's imagine how that would go, or are we, not. <laughs> are we? Do, what? In what context? How do you? Who cares? You inserting Tim Allen Santa Claus into Die Another Day, the James Bond. Film? <laughs> who, who cares? Maybe he shows up for a elaborate. sword fight. I don't know. Don't pin this on me. <laughs> you can't. Tyler, what is your best thing and your worst thing about Die Another Day? Oh God. Um, I think my best thing is that there is maybe two-thirds of this movie when i was talking myself into being able to give this movie like a like a good bad grade which would be an f plus the coveted right, f plus right. award uh that this podcast has previously granted to um for for maybe new listeners i would like to clarify this has previously been awarded to jurassic park 3 uh the twilight saga breaking dawn part 2 and cats so this, that's the hallowed, the hallowed, uh, <laughs> the, the, know, the, the, the company, yeah. Those company who came agent. before, um, and, uh, I was hoping, I was excited, there were moments where I felt that way, um, and we'll get into why it is no longer up for that, that competition. Um, but for a good chunk of the movie, it is just so completely off the rails, like, I, I actually had to go back and scan through probably three times maybe yeah. four where like i and i was not completely not paying attention to the movie as, right. as has happened in the past with some of these bomb movies i was really trying to keep track because I, I could tell that this was a very zany plot yeah um and so there were probably four times when i actually was like what why are what are they talking about here and had to go back like five minutes and then catch a scene that was 30 seconds long that i missed or that i hadn't processed correctly and then jump ahead and then do that again yeah. 10 seconds later and be like, wait, what are they referring to there? 
Um, because there are scenes and the, the entire editing and kind of pacing of this movie that just happen so quickly and either the movie does not explain at all or it'll, it'll explain something like two scenes later. Yeah. Um, the the provision of exposition is so bonkers in this yes. in the most wonderful dumb way. It's also um, a, a movie that manages to under-explain the necessary information and over-explain very yes. obvious things. Like... When he and uh, early in the movie, Bond and um, uh, Zhao, uh, Rick Yoon, are being traded, and and it's very clear that's what's happening. But Bond's like, Zhao, so you me for you a trade, and you expect yes. him to keep going like, so I'll go over there and you'll come back here, and that means we'll each get to be back in our own places. <laughs> Other trades include when you have a hollow Charizard. Like, it, it was so... Trade has know. been recent in the uh, political discourse of the era. Uh, in fact, I understand that uh, our major exports in England <laughs> are wool <laughs> and, I guess, puff pastry? I don't Probably. Know. That sounds right. Yeah, it's bonkers. But then the important element of that is that they do not explain until two scenes later when he's talking to him... Uh, why they have Zhao and yeah. why he needs to be traded and where he went because they they just in a throwaway line are like, oh yeah, we captured Zhao because he was trying to like blow some people up. Yeah, uh, so we had to trade him back for you because we thought you were giving away secrets or something. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot. It's just a lot, especially because Zhao appears as a crazy diamond man. Yes, or as I should say, a guy with a bunch of diamonds stuck in his head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So is that um, your best thing or your worst So that is my best thing. It, my best thing is the first, I would say, maybe 60% of this movie. Oh, I, wow. think, I think it maintains that for a while. Sure. Where it's just this breakneck, what is happening, this is this is bonkers. Um, the final, I mean, pretty much the final act, which just kind of slowly morphs, as many Bond movies do, uh, throughout the the last, like, 45 minutes, maybe, maybe an hour, um, is, I think, just increasingly more and more, like, Okay, we you, you the action's dumb in this movie. Uh, there's there's a bunch of one-liners yeah that you just can't help but like constantly cram in there. We I think we're I think we're good. I think yeah. I think he got the message. You can you can stop now, but it just keeps going. Um and after a while I was just like, all right, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like to stop now, please. Um there's an entire se- sequence like where by the end of the movie, I wouldn't when I had more or less checked out. Um when they they're on the plane uh with the What's our bad guy's name in this? Um, Gustav Graves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well what's his actual name? Because he gets plastic surgery oh, to God. be. Is he a colonel in that point? I think colonel he is. Moon? A, I believe he's a colonel. And his colonel. dad's the general, yes. right? Yeah. Colonel is, Colonel Moon. Yes. Um, and the his plane gets blown up by his own laser satellite, um, and then he gets. Uh, syndromed into a jet engine um and then after bond trades maybe one of the worst one-liners yes yes well i I, i'd like to give that a its proper respect i I kind of regret not making a list of all of his (laughs) terrible um his his one-liners have transcended i believe you would be writing down the script of the movie yeah you may as well just pull up a pdf there what what is this is it written by by purvis and wade purvis oh I have the script. It's <laughs> yeah. such a... Um, but the... I would say it's highlighted with the Pierce Brosnan's dialogue, but... Um, oh my god, he improved it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was working on Mrs. Doubtfire, I learned a lot from Robin Williams. 
What did you learn? Just Elmer Fudd, I guess, <laughs> over and over again. Um, the uh, basically the, this ending uh, after the, we, we've gone through, we've blown up an ice fortress. Um, Not as cool and, as you think. And they're destroying mines so that the army can take South North Korean army can take South Korea um, with a big laser satellite. And there's a whole thing on a plane. Um, and there, it, this is like Michael Madsen's of, there to set up spinoffs. Sure, this this spun out of like there was a a, a fight and an incident with like a mining laser um, that worked for some reason um, in a place I don't I'm not clear on exactly where we were there at that point, um, but it was somewhere for sure. And like Halle Berry was there, um, and then uh, they they blow up the plane and they escape on like a helicopter. Um, yes. Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan do yes. And, like, we proceed to have another, like, action sequence of them trying to escape in the helicopter. Yeah. And then dodging, like, plane debris and, like, trying to get the helicopter to start and, like, maintain maintain air. And it's like, we, you, you can't have Bond do the one-liner and throw the guy, throw the, the villain into the jet engine in this ridiculous movie and then act like, oh, now we have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> you, you clearly, like, we, we passed that point. That's not what this movie's about. You can just, you can just say they're parachuting away safely. Like, you don't, yeah. we don't have to go there. Um, yeah, it's, it just, and it's not like, there's a lot of fun, dumb stuff scene sure. to scene, but the overall just, like, it, it stopped, when, it, when the movie stops trying to explain its ridiculous plot, it really loses sight of what makes it so like horribly entertaining to watch, sure. um, and then it just turns into like, oh, these are just increasingly less interesting action sequences. Yeah, um, with yeah. dumb things happening every now and then, and then we get to the end of the movie. Yeah, and, and it's it, action sequences that I think involve pieces that could be interesting, yeah. but it's not filmed in any kind of interesting way. It's not staged in an interesting way. It's not choreographed in an interesting way. It's just this like. And now this is the thing we're watching. It's very bland. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Alex looks like the guy in that conspiracy theory meme <laughs> where he's got his hands up. Yeah. I've got it figured out, guys. <laughs> well, then shall I go while you continue figuring? Sure. <laughs> uh, so my best thing about this movie is going to... <clears throat> it's going to be... I'm going to say it's a kind of a combo of Rosamund Pike and Halle Berry. I mm-hmm. think Rosamund Pike is awesome just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, from Wrath of the Titans. Um, she, <laughs> sure. She's a wonderful actress, and I like seeing her in this. I just, you know, I just like seeing Rosamund Pike and stuff. I thought she was good. And I, I, I liked Halle Berry pretty well. Um, what I really liked is that they had a Bond woman of color that they were never, like... It didn't get brought up. And sure. Not that it would be bad if someone like not saying that you shouldn't like celebrate a person's identity and ethnicity, but it's nice that this movie wasn't like. <laughs> listen, peek behind the curtain. I recently watched the Jackie Chan film The Tuxedo, mm-hmm. which is horrible and features multiple jokes or comments about Jackie Chan's accent, which is not sure. cool at all. And I like that this movie was like, yeah, we have you know this gorgeous woman and she's Halle Berry and this is the same year she won an Oscar we really don't need to like draw attention to the fact she's black like that's not the point which if if you aren't familiar with these Bond movies or you haven't been listening to our pod our our episodes on these um, 
this is an achievement for the Bond movies uh, in in that they do that. Uh, It's how, you know, this movie's from 2002 and it's like, you would, you would think, oh, well that's like, of of course they shouldn't make a big deal. Like, you know, we've, we've moved beyond that, but then with these movies, uh, yeah, it, it is. It is notable. And I guess admittedly, Grace Jones, they didn't do that to her or, or to Michelle Yeoh. But again, like those are the, are those the only three Bond women of color, Alex? There's a couple from earlier on. Okay, okay. Which is more where it would be like, yeah, oh, like an issue, issue. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, and, and because so like, you were doing problematic things, right? Um, but, yeah. but also, remember that time when Sean Connery turned Asian? <laughs> yep, <laughs> I made a wish on a monkey paw. I saw, I saw just a little bit of the light in Tyler's eyes fade <laughs> when I just mentioned the, you only the, the twice. very faint light that's still left. <laughs> I just wanted to be like my hero, Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Detective Pikachu is missing. He's missing Sean Connery. I want to be. Wait a minute. But you're a Pikachu. They can't talk. All right, Mr. Mime. <laughs> Gotta catch them all now, dog. <laughs> you're the hound doom now, dog. No, you're the man now, hound. Whatever. You're the you're the mime now, hound doom. <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> but, but all of this to say, I noticed there's another first, for me at least, with Halle Berry, and maybe a first for Bond. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've actually seen James Bond have sex. At least in the movies that I've seen, we see him kiss, we see him before and after. We never see in sexio reds. But there's a scene that, like, there's actual, like, we see them during the act. It's all on their heads because he's, you know, it's a PG-13 movie, but, like, they're, like it's during that is true. the sex scene. Yeah. And that led me to think, was this James Bond's first time? <laughs> Has in every other movie he got, and they're like, no, no, no. But maybe he met Halle Berry and was like, I think this is the woman to whom I want to give yeah. my treasure. As we know, Bond is a very monogamous, uh, oriented <laughs> individual. Well, I think it's just that he was—he wasn't ready. But now he met Halle Berry. And was like, I will give her my treasure, and this is this is where it all starts. Oh God! And I really liked that idea is that, of that every. Uh, that's why the camera kept panning away. Is it was always like they start kissing, and then he would just like spill something. So whenever you heard like. It's just like always a, a cup of tea in his exactly. pocket. Just like, Whoa, oh, oh no! Oh, no like, whenever you hear like, oh Bond, it was never like, oh that's so nasty. You're having sex with the operative. It's always like, oh you're not closing the deal. <laughs> He'd be like, well let me just get your bra off. Oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> he like, he like cuts his hand somehow on the clasp. I guess Q messed up one of my gadgets oh, again. No. Yeah, he's got like like the wire and it just like explodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, allow me to get you some more champagne. Oh, it's all over me! No! <laughs> and he just he like he's so panicked he just starts like losing all control of himself. Oh, it's oh! <laughs> it's like the episode of New Girl where they all talk about their first time. Only it's the one with Nick and Schmidt. And only it's Bond and Q, and Bond's like. So, if I pee while it's happening, will she die? (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Loyal is just like... (laughs) Well, guys, I think that's all the 
time we have for today. So, so that's my best thing about this stupid movie. Is that Bond waited till he was ready. Now, no, now I need the extended scene when he gets into bed with Rosamund Pike and then he's like, I've got to get a, find a way out of this. <laughs> well, I... Oh, no, I already gave her my promise ring. I was going to let her wear my MI6 Letterman's ascot. <laughs> So, I'm glad you said Rosamund Pike, because that bleeds into my worst thing about this movie, which will lead into my worst thing about this franchise. Are you going to say it's Rosamund Pike and Halle Berry? It's, it's the way that... So, okay. This is, this is all decidedly less funny, so we, we got, we, we're going to put jokes out of the room for a minute. But Rosamund Pike, it, it, the, the, the idea in this movie is that she is like, no, I will not have sex with Bond. I don't want that. And then they have sex. And then later it's revealed that she's a bad guy. Right. So it was all an act. It's a big ruse. Okay, I gotcha. The the problem I have, though, is that regardless of that turn, that relationship is entirely... Like, this movie does so much of what it's done in previous movies uh, of the woman going, I'm not into him. That's not what I want. I don't want to do it. But then they end up doing it anyway. And it's just that, obviously, these women are there just for Bond to have sex with. And that's not great. But it, I feel so differently about it when it's a Halle Berry situation in this movie where they meet and they're like bantering. There's a connection. There's yeah, yeah. chemistry. And it's this decision they make together. Right. But with Rosamund Pike, it just felt like – and she, she it was consent, obviously. But like it really felt like she was just like, no, Bond, I'm not into that. And he's like, mm, but you're going to be. And it was this very toxic like, no, you just keep persisting until she relents. Well, that's that's the weird thing that confused me about it. I didn't know if they were trying to do a – the 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 light switch flip is so quick. Yeah, and if it was supposed to be intentional, because she ends up being a turncoat. I think that's the idea. I think it is supposed to be yes. like she is she, she is purposely trying to play hard to yeah. get so that then he'll like she, believe it when she, she keeps, just like she keeps pushing away his advances. But then he's on the run, and he ma- or she makes out with him to to. Um, make the guards leave. Yeah. Um. And then they go back to his room, and he's like, "Oh, you should stay here for the night, so that way we can continue this charade that we're lovers." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have sex. Yeah. Well, and it's and I think like Tyler said, I think the the movie's thought is like, okay, that's why the turn is so quick. But what this movie is purporting is that toxic thing that a lot of movies do, and this the the James Bond character is. That's what these movies are in so many – I mean to, to varying degrees with different women. Like sometimes it is more of a – they meet as equals and they hit it off and they click and then right. they form this relationship. Even if it's shallow, it's like, okay, but at least yeah. like there's a mutual yeah. thing between both of them. And where he's like, oh, yeah, we're actually clicking, which is why I want to sleep with you. Not just like you're there, so I want this and it's going to happen. Yeah, You're on the poster. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then well, it's something that just bo- has bothered me. So you you just put in this this like immediately just fully formed image of a, of some sort of meta commentary movie where it's it's following like the actor playing James Bond, but it's like a a very like modern story about like a they use it for like a progressive like message about like I don't know, not, masculinity like a period piece yeah. type thing or something like that. But it's just the the Bond actor being like, "Oh, we have to sleep together." You're like, what am I <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh god, yeah. It, 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 something that made me realize like this this character is sold as like the stereotypical male fantasy that you get to do whatever you want, sleep with whoever you want, kill whoever you want, 
and everything's going to be fine because you put a guy in a wheelchair and then shove him into a wall. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's such a it and and it's I, I get. <laughs> There are a lot of movies out there that exist for fantasy fulfillment, and I'm fine with that. As a, as in, in the sense of, I'm fine as a movie being fantasy fulfillment. I'm fine with someone going to a movie to be like, I'm just gonna wish I was Indiana Jones for a yeah, few yeah. hours. Yeah. How great! But with James Bond, it takes this such a hard tack of like, this guy is such a jerk. He never listens to anybody. He does only what he wants to do all the time, and it's not the story of someone who's like, no, you, you're not listening. Like. I figured it out. This is the way to do this. And you're not, it's like, no, that's stupid. I'm going to do it my way. And the way that he persists with these women and the way that he handles his professional life and he's just killing whatever and doing whatever. It's such like, it's the exact thing that we're like trying that we should be trying not to teach boys. And like this movie just, just promotes it in such a, it's it's not just James Bond. A lot of movies do this. And I just, after finishing this movie and having that just driven so home to me, I was like, I'm I'm just really glad to be rid of of that for a little while. And like I do think what I've seen of the Craig movies, they don't they're not as bad with that. It's still yeah, there yeah. a little yeah, bit, yeah. but it's not. Or there's and at it, least and more successful <clears throat> efforts to change it. Daniel Craig is not as traditionally a womanizer type. Yeah, that's true. Person that's true. like he, he doesn't he doesn't throw off that vibe of like oh he's yeah that and, like sleazy or whatever. And some like of that. that similar to and this is not a slight against Brosnan or Dalton at all mm. but like we talked about this with Roger Moore one of the reasons he's not as creepy is because we all feel like Roger Moore was so not creepy yeah we all have this this vibe from him and like outside of the Bond role that he was just a lovely guy similarly with Craig like Craig has spoken against like the sexism in Bond and everything and Craig seems like a stand up dude and has this lovely marriage so it's like that kind of helps mitigate some of that and but also the movies yeah. like reportedly are tr- like No Time to Die is supposedly like has Phoebe Waller-Bridge working on it which is great that's for a it lot of yeah reasons. I was gonna say we, we try not normally to talk ahead of like movies coming out in the future because we yeah. usually are, are so far behind movies that have already come out. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm really curious if No Time to Die will try to grapple with that at all because the Craig movies have have just not gone back to this. They haven't backslid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They still haven't really sort of grappled with the, they, how horrible pl- some of these movies are. Plateaued a little more. Yes. And, yeah. Um, and so I'll be very curious because it does seem like that's that's maybe a little bit more of the goal is to try to address yeah. the way the way Bond treats women and, and then to actually or at least like previous Bond treats women. It's actually um, fixed it because this movie does have like Judy Dench call him out and that's great. Yeah. But that's kind of all the movie does and then it keeps doing the thing. And that's it's been doing that for a while too with these where it's yeah. Been like, and they've especially done the fa- I've talked about the fake out in the last few movies where it's like she's not going to be your traditional Bond woman. Yes. Oh, but she is actually, yeah. and like that's so much more frustrating than when they just start the movie like this is what it is. Yeah. Like, well, I still don't like it, but at least you're not pretending. It's when you when you set me up with the hope of these characters, and then you just kind of. Yeah. Anyway. Alex. Oh, sorry. No, it's, it, and I don't want to say this like with, with with too much malice towards these movies. But, like that is something that I think is is an issue because like as a guy, that's not an image that I want put out there. I don't want that kind of like idea of masculinity being like celebrated because yeah. i think it's dangerous well also this might borderline be the most egregious version of that oh yeah apart from maybe the couple of times where connery has literally forced himself upon short never say never again is genuinely horrific like now that's a quote for the post like like it, it really is like Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's what's about. What did you do? Um, and of course, that was how many years before this? Thirty? Uh, like 20, twenty? Was it? Was it nineteen eighty? It was eighty-five. I mean, yeah, it was never said ever again. Was? Yeah. Oh jeez. 
Because that oh, was the not oh, canonical. Um, Sean Connery, what are you doing? Alex, what are your best and worst? Uh, my best thing is the sword fight. Um, <laughs> okay. Talking about the one at the end between Halle Berry and Rosemary Pfeiffer. That's actually not a bad sword it's fight really, either, It's really but, not um, bad. Yeah. The, the the fencing duel that turns into like a full one on one bloody fight to the yes. death, um, it's <laughs> dumb. It's this whole movie is dumb. Yeah, but that was the one scene where I'm like, they know how to escalate this. Yes. <laughs> this is this is good. I I, I really like it. I, of course, we got Madonna's terrible cameo preceding that. A but... Razzie award winning cameo. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, the Razzies are generally bunk, but like. Right. It's a it's such a weird moment. Um, we'll we'll talk about Madonna later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the sword fight I think is great, and mostly just because it's like a like really well shot, and it's all practical. So and I agree, and you're right about the escalation of like they do actually do a nice job that where it's like just this um, you know sword measuring contest, and then it becomes like no hey no hey actually blades blood no and the moment where um, Toby Stevens he walks up. Is it Toby Stevens? Oh, yeah. The, the, the son of Maggie Smith. Isn't that's, that wild? That's not confusing. Um, yeah. but, he, but he's like, first blood drawn from the torso, and then he just rips those swords yeah. out from the wall. I'm like, oh, my God. He's pretty good in this movie. I got to hand it to him. He did a pretty no, good job. He played the, like, just crazed, like, thing very, very well. Well, that's an interesting idea that he says he's – the character says he's trying to do. He's trying to emulate Bond and, like, all of Bond's flaws. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see that at all? Not really. I feel like that's more of a Sean Bean and Goldeneye situation. Yeah. I, I didn't feel like he was specifically, like, like not necessarily like he needed to have, like, Pierce Brosnan's exact haircut, but, no, like, no, he's no, not no, really no. going for Bond. No. Not, th- I, I didn't get that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, um, I think my worst thing is just going to be just missed opportunities and, and tone issues because, like, this movie starts off in actually kind of a, an interesting place. There's, once again, dumb stuff everywhere. Yeah. There's, this movie's just splattered with dumb. Mm. But the idea of Bond going in for an assassination mission in North Korea and it turns into this, like, pretty exciting chase. We can talk about sure. the hover boat yeah. thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a fun set piece. Um, One that he's been in, he was in, he was... Then the fourteen months time skip. I'm yes. like, all right, yeah. Well, and and as that and as the the fortieth anniversary twentieth Bond movie kind of mm. big event that this was supposed to be having a shakeup like that, I think is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it actually gives us an interesting reason for Bond to go rogue. Yeah. Um. He real he really goes rogue in this one. <laughs> he he breaks out of MI6 and everything. It's good uh, after tricking a woman into kissing him. Correct. Because he can magically lower his heart rate to make look, it look like he's exactly. going into cardiac arrest. <laughs> yes. Um, look, I feel... He learned that from the scorpions. So, so get, I feel, what, what's your best game. thing? Because I feel like we should just oh get into like the plot after we... Yeah. Uh, I don't You're know. Sorry, worst this thing, this movie just jumps wildly between trying to take itself seriously and being like a complete farce. Similar to Batman and Robin... Where it's like a complete farce, and then we have those token drama scenes with Alfred, and it's yep. like, oh, you guys think you're making a real movie here? I will That's say, cute. Batman and Robin is a better movie than this. Mm. I, 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 I should say, I'm more entertained by Batman and Robin. Mm, I don't know. This movie does have Arnold Schwarzenegger running around doing puns. That's true. That's true. But it has, Pier- has- it has Pierce Brosnan running around doing puns. I, I think 
Batman and Robin understands what it wants to be more than this movie does. Yeah. What Batman villain should Pierce Brosnan play? Because he can't be Batman. I think he should be all of them. Could he be a Harvey Dent? Is he more of a hush? He could be a hush. I was thinking, um, is it Hugo Strange? He could be an interesting Hugo I think Strange. That could Can be we not just give him Alfred? He'd be such a he'd be like a sexy Alfred too. <laughs> Bond, look, he's an amazingly good-looking man. <laughs> With all the weird spinoffs they've done, and they actually did an Alfred TV show. Oh yeah, I'm surprised they haven't tried to do the Alf- coming, coming next fall on CW. Sex, sexy Alfred. <laughs> no, they've done Pennyworth. I'm, oh, no, I'm that's, almost yeah. certain. That's, that, that's, that's the, title that's the show. Yeah. I think they should call it the Alfred. But, <laughs> The Battler. <laughs> so, uh, proposal, Pierce Brosnan as Man-Bat? Oh, that's the answer right there. <laughs> I like that <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't even know why. It just, like, I feel like that's it. Jonathan, I feel like that's, yeah. like, the prestige, like, oh, we've, you know, the, he's... This well, is, that was this David Bowie big... in the prestige. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I think that's, yeah. that That's his Ewan McGregor in Birds of Prey. Yes, yes. <laughs> just camp it up, Pierce. No, no, no. This is. I'm saying you play. This is where he's like, you get like a like a. This is more Joker. More oh. Joker is more. Joker. We're going for like you get someone who really wants to make like a like an actual like film. Yeah. To be to do a Batman movie, and then you get like like a real Adam McKay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. No. That's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking. Is like someone who's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a movie. Right. And then uh, and then you get you get yourself uh Pierce Brosnan and it's like, Oh yeah, Oscar buzz. Oscar buzz for Pierce Brosnan, a supporting actor, yeah. He's, he's gonna be man bat. Man bat. It's all, it's about duality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Um Yeah. <laughs> so this movie. Yeah, yeah. So talking about that Batman or Robin, well, did you want to just get I dive into the plot? I was gonna say we could just dive into the plot. But, cool, let's um, go. North Korea. Huh? Open. North Korea, hoverboats, gene therapy clinic, diamonds in face, giant diamond space laser. Um, I like to keep my tip up. This should all this should all add up to a more fun movie. I will I will also say Did I succinctly cover Oh, Invisible Car. Sure. Did I succinctly cover everything especially dumb in this movie? Uh, sure. I but, will say Well no but no. Also, <laughs> um, because so like I wanted to make this, I wanted to make an honest attempt. The opening of this, right? James Bond. He's he's in North Korea. He's trying to sneak into a weapons dealer or weapons deal uh, by by knocking out this dude or capturing this dude from a helicopter who's right. going to sell some weapons. And he's like, "I'm this dude now." Um, but he kind of just walks up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, that's me. It's I'm, I'm him." And then they like that when Zhao I think tells uh, Colonel Moon, and he's like, "Hey." That guy's uh, that guy's James Bond, He's a spy, and then James Bond is like, they they proceed to just like toy with him for a while. So I'm trying to keep my notes up as I was as I was writing this of, of basically just our group chat of me rambling incoherently trying to piece this movie together, um, and then yeah, basically he <laughs> like blows something up, I think. Is that right? There's C4 in the diamonds, right? Because that's yes. how it gets diamonds in his face. Yes. Um, and uh, But before that, uh, Colonel Moon, like, to, to scare Bond or surprise him, um, he picks up, like, some big grenade launcher and blows up the helicopter they yes. came in on. Yeah, so he kills some oh, dudes yeah. there. Isn't the whole thing that he wants to hide all this stuff from his father? Uh, yes. 
because then he runs away. They're like, "Oh, oh, dad, dad's coming. Gotta, gotta, gotta get out of here." And, He's uh, gonna be so mad at me. Man, so then, they, then they have a hoverboat chase, which I guess we have differing opinions on. Because Alex, you were saying you you thought it was. I liked it. I, I don't know how much of it is just David Arnold's score because once again sure. I think like he's he's pulling a lot of the weight. Hmm. But I don't know. I I felt like it was very these are giant bumper cars that yeah. are hitting each other and and well, then also every now and then one of the, them just explodes spectacularly and that's like all they're they've su- got. They're supposed to float over landmines. I don't buy that. Yes. Cuz yeah, they look like I they're still know. physically touching the ground. They are. I don't know. You said pulling the weight. My friend Catherine once made a really good joke where she said, do you think the Beatles and the and the band ever argued over who was going to carry the weight? <laughs> it's a pretty good joke. You know, the band had the song about the weight and then Beatles had carry that weight. You're all children. <laughs> You're all children. So then uh, there's a hoverboard chase and Colonel Moon's on the hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, I know we can't all have been born in the 50s Britain, okay? <laughs> yep, that's me, Baby Boomer Britain. <laughs> Baby Boomer Britain, thank you for MTV. <laughs> so there's a hoverboard chase, and yep. Colonel Colonel Moon's they're they're fighting. He's fighting James Bond on a hoverboard, hover hover boat, uh, and fighting James Bond on a hover boat, and they're they're getting along. And then Bond is like, oh, there's a there's a door. He like jumps off the door. I don't know. Something happens, and uh, he he jumps away from the boat or gets off the boat somehow, and then the boat goes crashing into the door. And there's just this giant waterfall behind the door, and then it just goes plummeting into the waterfall. Yeah. And they're like, and then General Moon gets there, and he's like, "My son is dead." <laughs> and then Bond's like, "I don't, I don't know. I just, I there was a door. I jumped. I got off. I don't know what you want. What do I do?" <laughs> and then he's a he's a political prisoner for fourteen months. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that happens. I, I, I do like how they set up that uh, Colonel Moon has anger issues with him beating up his sure. his therapist or whatever. Yeah, he beats he's beating up specifically. He set, he beats him up and then he's like, well, it's a neat. That is actually a neat little thing where he's beating like what looks like a punching bag and then yeah. you, they they unzip Ooh. it and the guy's inside and he's like, get me a new anger therapist. Yeah, and it's like okay, this is fine, silly, it's funny. Well, the, like, it helps me buy when he just whips out a flamethrower sure. while yeah. he's on this hoverboat. Sure. I'm like, oh, the guy's, like, unhinged. Yeah, and then, when he, yeah, yeah. And then like like you said, when the, when the sword fight escalates. Yeah. And then in hindsight, knowing that that's supposed to be Colonel Moon. Okay. Sure, yeah. sure. It checks out. Yeah. This one specific element <laughs> checks out. Okay? I do also like, though, This Cur- movie's bulletproof. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that Colonel Moon was like, I want to be in disguise. My, my face has been all... Pizza. I'm just so many different places. <laughs> I need you to make me look like a pirate. <laughs> make me what you think a swashbuckling man. Whatever sure. you think the word swashbuckling looks like, make <laughs> me that. Give me red hair. My teeth can do whatever. And just make me a guy. It's so it's just make my eye color purple. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tubby Stevens, good looking guy. Good in the show. The, I was thinking of a show he was on called Black Sails, where he played a pirate. The show. The show. Good in Mr. Show. No, good in the movie, but it's weird. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then Bond, uh, they, they waterboard him, and he hallucinates the opening titles. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, how you, how did you guys... So, for the first time, 
Usually when the Bond credit sequence ha happens, it's just images that we see as the audience. Yeah. This time it was intercut with Pierce Brosnan being tortured yeah. under a song that had us all up on our feet and shaking our booties. Maybe not really. You. It's not a great song. It's, no, it's not. That was me trying to just distract myself. It's terrible. How does it... It's just like, I'm gonna eat all of the pasta. But it's I'm not, gonna it's not sing like another song. pop. Like it's it's weird like I mean techno, it is kind of. but yeah it's kind of, it's very like bland and sort of Sigmund Freud analyzed this but but it's all like <laughs> yeah I want to die today but, but, but it's all like I'm gonna verb this noun yeah. I'm gonna verb all over this it's uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna die another day it's such a weird like it's odd so then Bond um. <laughs> He gets traded for Zhao when we discover that Zhao, who has diamonds in his face now, um, was uh, now a political prisoner uh, because he tried to blow up someplace. And MI6 captured him and they have to trade him back for Bond because M explains that Bond, they think, has been leaking intelligence. And Bond's like, well, I got betrayed while I was over there because someone, someone found, like, told them about me. So, you know, they couldn't have just looked it up by my face, um, even though they analyzed my face. Right. Um, and I, it's not like I just go into places and tell people, hey, I'm James Bond. Um, that never <laughs> happens. So, like, I don't know how they figured that out. Uh, and then he's like... I like to imagine he has these kind of conversations with M over the phone. And, and he's probably. like, you know, you know, my name, you know, just a small thing. James Bond? <laughs> my name is... And he's just shouting it like a madman. It's, it's Nedry in Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's like, James Bond? See, nobody cares. Um, <clears throat> but then... <laughs> yeah, so uh, he breaks out of MI6 because M is like, hey, we don't trust you, and uh, we're going to... I do like the scene between Pierce Brosnan and M. No, oh, it's not. I mean, and Judy Dench is pretty much always great oh, in these movies. Oh, what a great actor. Well, um, I, I, I just like how... Uh, this is this is the part where I, I like the world building with the spy stuff, where, where she's like, you had your cyanide, and he's like, I threw it out years ago. Yeah. And and he's like, no, no, the number one rule of this game is there's no deals. Like, you get caught, you're giving up. I, yeah. I liked all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, And her going, I, I did not want to actually get you back under these circumstances. Right. I liked all that stuff. I like when the, the situation forces our characters to make difficult choices. I like it. Sure. Um, but then it doesn't really matter because she imprisons him and he breaks out. Yep. Um, and because... he breaks out, yes, as we mentioned. Um, he, he uses, I guess, some sort of, uh, Himalayan technique, uh, to <laughs> make his heart rate fail. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, this out-of-body, like, sequence where it, like, fades out, and, and it, it's, like, very, it's very strange. And, and I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, this is a trick he learned while he was in North Korean prison to try and, sure. like, stop the torture. <laughs> but I don't think it's possible, so there's that. Because then they all start, they go, they come to try and like, oh, we got to revive him. And then he just like, like, it's not like he, he makes himself pass out somehow because he, he is still aware of his surroundings. Yeah. And so then he just, when they go to try and revive him, he, he knocks all the doctors away after one, the female doctor tries to perform CPR or not CPR, mouth to mouth on him. Uh, and then he, he, he knocks for the him. kiss of life. Yes. And then he, he knocks him. She up. looks at him like, ooh. Yes. yes. I kissed him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. Real quick, do you guys think when they were doing the trade, do you think North Korea had to pay a zowry? <laughs> yes, and it was it was in diamonds. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was good. It was a good. It was a good joke. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't have to be born in the fifties to get that joke. <laughs> I made the face. I made it, Alex, when we saw the trailer for The Boy Two. <laughs> when the doll's eyes went white and locust poured out of his mouth. It's Brahms. Brahms, The Boy Two. Excuse me. And then Alex looked at me, and I had been for the last few seconds nodding with my mouth wide open, grinning. Can we talk about this real quick? Um, this has nothing to do with anything, and this joke will not make any sense in. Uh, like two months um but in that trailer right the boy the boy is named jude and i mentioned this to alex and he's not appreciate it enough so now i'm making our fans for forcing them to try and appreciate it you're welcome um, the, why does the trailer not have a a minor key slow yeah. down no, hey jude sure. because uh, the beatles cover. very old music is very expensive but also like come together was used for justice league Oh, you're right and so i i want they got that dc money money i guess so it's called the cash uh, they don't after Birds of Prey. So... Oh, it's a shame. We're going to talk about it. We sure are. Favorably. It's got some good stuff. It does. Uh, so anyway, Bond, um, he goes to this hotel. Bonds uh, of Prey. That apparently he's he's aware of, or he's been <laughs> he's been to before. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and he's like, hey, it's me, James Bond. Uh, I know I know you guys didn't recognize me, it's, but it's James Bond. And I'm here to, uh, to go ahead and try to... Uh, In a different movie, that scene would be great. Sure. Um, I think that's genuinely funny. He just shows up. He, he He's covered in water because he just yes. swam out of the yes. bay. He's got his, he's, his shaggy he's, hair and he, beard. He's, he's wearing his scrubs and he's got his shirt completely unbuttoned. Yeah. I thought it was funny. No, it is. It's, it's not a bad say. I'm basically like... You guys talking about James Bond? Britain has stepped away momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> but the, basically he... Walks up to this hotel and he's like, give me my usual suite. And, and the guy, the, the Chinese guy running the hotel, whose name is Mr. Chang, um, yep. is yep. like, oh, yes, this is, this is James Bond. He's our best customer. You know, give, give him the suite. Give him everything. He's great. And then, and then Bond goes there and he goes to his suite. All right. And, and I, he goes to the suite. This, they send up someone who's supposed to be a masseuse, right? Uh, before that, I have to point out the, the, biggest, the biggest flaw in this movie trying to be realistic. If you'll recall, at the the beginning of that scene when the masseuse walks in or when she's knocking mm. on the door, Bond is shaving with an electric razor. Mm-hmm. You don't get that clean a shave with an electric <laughs> razor. It's, it's <laughs> specially designed by Q. He also managed to make his and hair perfectly fluffed. Yes. It's I'm also like, specially designed I'm just, by Q. Right. I'm just saying this movie's got space lasers <laughs> and invisible cars. I buy, all, I buy the yeah. gene therapy for a guy who hasn't had diamonds pulled from his face before I buy the electric razor working like that. You're actually, no, you're actually completely right. Yes. Um, Tyler, continue. But yes. So, well, I, I thought you were going to say... The only way this movie isn't realistic is hotels don't just send ladies to you. I ask all the time. <laughs> Hello, I'm here. To, uh, uh, sir, we don't do that. It's called, would... it's called the Comfort Inn. I don't see why. <laughs> Bond thinks that hotels. Um, but yes, then, then uh, a masseuse walks in and, and... My usual suite, please. Sir, um... This is a Motel 6. It's... Right? <laughs> sir, you're, it's, it's, I'm afraid it's booked. Well, I guess I'm going to have to kill you I all I don't then. think you understand. My name is Bond. James Bond. My name is Alex. <laughs> Alex Podcast. <laughs> well, sir, this is just a red roof inn, and I know what that means. Sitting there in his robe and sandals. 
Go on, pamper me. So the masseuse, <laughs> the masseuse walks in. The masseuse walks in. What masseuse. an impeccable impression of me. So the masseuse walks in. Yep. Um, and, and Bond's like immediately like, oh, Why long oh, oh. <laughs> that kind of masseuse? Oh, oh, He's oh. Like, oh, oh, oh. You, you pr- pretty lady? You pretty lady? Mm? Oh my goodness, okay. What's happening there? Mm? And then uh, they, they start to... She she's she's sort of playing like oh no you know I don't do that and then he's like oh but you gotta do that right and, and then <laughs> um and then he I guess I guess the idea is that he is he doesn't believe that she's actually Miss and he is playing along yeah um, which is fine I guess and this, but, this is a time where his creepiness the 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 reveal was quick enough that I was like yes eh, okay because okay. he he really turns it up um, but <laughs> he he is like. He's he's groping her or whatever, and then he reaches down and grabs a gun off her thigh, yeah. and then grabs an ashtray, chucks it at a mirror that we have not seen yet. The mirror smashes, and behind the mirror is Mister Chang and two other guys with this giant camera sitting there, <laughs> like pointed a, at his bed, like and he mic. says, "And I quote: I always knew you were Chinese intelligence, Mister Chang." <laughs> the best. <laughs> I literally laughed out loud for 30 seconds. I, I had no idea what was going on. My favorite part of that is that throughout this whole exchange after that, there's a guy holding the camera with just like a cigarette in his mouth. There's clearly just like this blue collar, like, what? I'm just the grip. What the do dude, you want? I... Whatever. Sometimes I film, I will cares. Hey, whoa. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining Zhao's back there. Yeah. Sal, I always knew you wanted to hide in my hotel closet. So now, like, every time I go to a hotel, if there's a mirror, I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. Hello. Now, <laughs> Lobby? In the movie's defense, and maybe this ends up being a criticism, a further criticism of sure. it, being the 20th movie and the 40th anniversary, they tried to go for as many references to the previous films as they could. That's like oh, okay. when when Bond is visiting Q, that's why we have like all the gadgets. Yeah, there, that was Including cool. the crocodile submarine in the background. I saw that. I was Which like, now belongs to you. Yeah. Which now belongs to me. Yes. I remember when Bond was a young. He and Q, they had so much fun. Holding hands and a scamming stone. Had a Aston Martin and a place of my own. But the coolest toy I ever got. Was a little thing called the crocodile sub. <laughs> While the other spies were driving around in cars, I was diving and swimming in my crocodile sub. Well, <laughs> crocodile sub. <laughs> Can you? I'm gonna need to make that my ringtone. I think that's just yeah. Thank you so much for that. You're in the middle of like an important meeting. Yes. <laughs> You're like yes. I think that will be fun. I remember when the bond was a young. <laughs> what? And then you look up and your boss is like shaking his head, but his foot is starting to tap. <laughs> and then Pierce Brosnan walks in. <laughs> I say. But, but yes, but Chang and the stuff. Well, the point I wanted to get to was, aside from that, I think they're trying to lift like a bunch of different moments. Like when, when Halle Berry rises from the water that's supposed to be like Ursula Andrews from Doctor right. No. Sure. And I think that moment where Chang and his guys are, are filming them is supposed to be from from Russia with Love. Yeah. Because I do Bond, know what you're Bond has, has sex with uh, the girl in that movie and the bad guys are filming it. Mm. Yeah. And it's a plot point that they have that, and they're going to yeah. use that as like blackmail against which, them. Which does mean this is canonically like the second time the Bond villains or Bond non not allies have yeah. attempted to film him uh, having sex, which is just I don't know. Maybe says something. I, eh, eh, who knows? Um, who's to say? 
So then, now I've got now I've got a crocodile sub song, and it just made my day. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, they Bond then goes. Is it the same hotel? I don't know where he is. Who cares? He kind of just <laughs> goes places. Um, and then yes, he's on a pier. I'm probably skipping things. Is this with Halle Berry? Yes. This is now in the Cayman Islands. Okay. So we got to the Cayman Islands. No, this is Cuba. Okay, so so we got to Cuba. Cuba. Quick update here. (laughs) (laughs) But did he even need to go to Cuba? Little footnote. Um, This was something where he's talking with uh, not Fidel Castro. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. And in Cuba. Well, that's another thing I liked. And the thing they don't do enough in Bond movies. I like that they have like a sleeper agent from MI6. Sure. That's that's what that guy's role is, sure. and the fact that they haven't used him in so long, he's like, I never even thought somebody would come to to talk talk sure. with me. Sure. I like um, all that stuff, and having the um, I think it's like a cigar shop that that they run, and he Bond's asking for like a specific type of cigar that's yeah. out of date, and that's yeah. that's how he lets them know like I'm here on on business. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's fun. It, it's it, to me, it was more when when at that when that happened, I was kind of like, huh. This 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 movie when it comes to like political stuff is dealing with like North Korea and Cuba, um, and it was just making me think about how much of the previous bomb movies could just like pull the USSR as just like yeah. this is our enemy, this is our, the bad guys are, are Russians, or or even China or you know like they they kind of do something like that where it's like this is a little bit more like oh we we don't really have like an obvious like. It's almost like spies don't really work in this world anymore, and we're in 2002 and still trying to force this. Um, but I thought that was interesting that, like, that's that's they had him go from North Korea to Cuba and all that. Um, I liked all the stuff in Cuba. No, I don't. I don't mind the stuff itself. I'm just saying, like, the, trying to paint the larger political spectrum of the world yeah. with this is interesting. Um, but yeah, then uh, he sees Halle Berry. On Halle Berry, Halle Berry on up here. Um, he just happens to run into her. Yeah, literally, just like he's he's watching the ocean. He sees her come up, and he watches her with binoculars as she like walks up to him the entire way. And then he's like ogling her, and then they have a conversation that is literally just sex puns, oh, yeah. like ten of them back and forth. That's all they are. That's all the conversation is. It, it's it's a solid minute, and it's just like what, <laughs> why, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I'm not going to repeat any of them here. Um, Mojito? Th- then they sleep together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, then she's gone, and then Bond knocks out a dude who was being a jerk earlier. I did kind of appreciate that. That kind Him of... knocking out a dude? <laughs> yeah, that, and, well, that guy was a jerk. Um, okay, but, but hold before on. Before that. Hold on. I, I, hold on. Hold on. I like... <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> Let's just keep yelling hold on at each other for the next half hour. I like the fact that Halle Berry was the one to, who got to leave. Sure. But haven't they done that before? They probably have. I don't I don't think that that's necessarily it. No, no, I'm not saying this film is groundbreaking. I'm just saying I appreciated it. But we're just looking for groundbreaking for Bond, which shouldn't be that hard to clear. <laughs> What can I say, man? So, so he knocks out a guy and throws him in a wheelchair. And he drags this guy to some place that I guess the agent he, told him where it is. No, he takes him to the special health facility that is like on this small little island. And that's where the gene therapy is. is and he ran. knows this from the agent that he talked to? I believe, yes, yes, I believe so. And okay. he's like, they, they run these weird gene therapy experiments there. Um best in the world and so okay. a bunch of rich people are always here so that that uh, guy is supposed to be like, just like a rich jerk sure 
Sure, but he knocks him out and he wheels him down there, and then he yeah. just like rolls him into a wall and, and runs away. While the, the nurses are like, "What did you the, do? What?" The the setup of that it felt <laughs> I felt like that was something they would achieve in like a Disney Channel movie in terms of just how small that is. Yes, I do like when Bond just walks into the the other patient's room to yeah. get around, and he just grabs a grape and he says hi. Sure, <laughs> and I think I think one of the people in there is like, "Hola." <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's I, sure. Um, like like but something. then they they he's he's there and also Halle Berry is there and they're doing things and they Zal's there but Zal like is this when we see Zal? yeah, the, yeah. Z- Zal's there and he has diamonds in his face because they finished phase one of the gene therapy thing but phase one of the gene therapy thing was not about removing the diamonds from his face <laughs> it, he just has a smoother face he his face is now a a shiny orb. He knew that Which, the diamonds even more obvious and distracting. Well, he knew that a movie was going to come out in about fourteen years called Trolls. Okay, and there was going to be a very sparkly troll, and he was like, "If I'm going to get my cosplay ready, <laughs> I need to start now." This is about to go, forward to to, thinking to go to Trolls Con exactly. <laughs> to go to... <laughs> I really like the idea of a thing called Trolls Con that yeah. has like vague branding, so that you've got like. <laughs> People who are like professional, like internet, not professional, but like sure, people, sure. people who Full spend on, yeah. spend all their time just messing with people on the internet, and then also huge fans of the troll series just yeah. showing up and trying to like. And then there's one guy dressed as the cave troll from Lord of the Rings, like, well, I <laughs> and well, I just totally misread this. It ends up being the thing that fixes America. Yeah, um, <laughs> and there's and Hoggle from uh, uh, Labyrinth is there. Sure. <laughs> And you're right. It what's your what's your query, Alex? You look like it. doesn't Bond like once he finds Zhao, he he like Zhao has like a necklace with a bullet on it. Oh, and yes. and Bond grabs that, and that's how he figures out that Gustav Graves' diamond thing. Like that's the next thing he needs to deal with. He's like, Something so you like and that. the Joker broke up. But like, bullet necklace with diamonds in it. Are the diamonds aren't supposed to be like? Oh, we've already pulled a few out of Zhao's face, and we need to get to the rest <laughs> of them, right? Well, there are no holes in his face. Yeah, because they took care of and him. And I think he's one of the gene... God, and Tyler, it, 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 fill in the blanks, connect the dots. Almost, this movie is smarter than you think. It almost... Wake, <laughs> wake up, sheeple. It almost looks like he has more diamonds in his face after the gene therapy thing than when we see him when that, he's on the bridge. That would have been great if progressively throughout the movie he sees there at... Until the end of the movie, his face is just a diamond. Yeah. No, so well, he be well, the trolls guy. It would have been great if it was every time Bond runs into him... There's another explosion. <laughs> <laughs> it's face. just like not again. <laughs> so anyway, somewhere, somewhere, so, I like the makeup effect of the diamonds in this. No, I, I, I do too. It's good it's makeup. Yeah. It's a cool visual, yes. but the gene therapy plot point like completely makes it nonsensical. Yeah. So. Uh, the Halle Berry burns the place down, and Bond escapes by I think. Th- does he? Does he? Bond hit, doesn't he, escape. She she does. She dives off into the water. No 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 no. no. But Bond is, escapes the building, the burning building. Oh. I think he. Am I making this up? Did, does he break the top of a fire extinguisher and it goes? Something goes it's, through it's, a wall. It's like a gas canister. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. And so he smashes through a wall, but it's this massive explosion when it's yeah. just this thing stabbing through a wall. Like it's yeah. not the thing itself explodes. It's, right, it doesn't right. seem to. Anyway, not a big deal. Whatever. Um, but then he he runs out and then. Uh, yeah, the uh, Zhao escapes in a helicopter, and Halle Berry shoots some guys, and then does a dive. 
Uh, she dies headfirst from like 100 feet up. Which seems, oh, she'd be dead. Seems well, like she dies backwards too. Yeah, yeah. The, it seems like it's not the most. But there's a guy waiting at the bottom, so I guess she's tried this 20 times. I don't know. Maybe she's practiced. I um, I, I got kind of sick after a while of people just trading like like these looks at each other. So like, yeah. isn't what we're doing just awesome? Aren't we so cool? I, did I, you not get sick of that during the last 20 movies? <laughs> I don't know. This movie what, has a lot of it. I, I don't know you. what it was about this one in particular, sure. but just her, like, when she starts stripping and the guards on her are like, what's going on? And she yeah, just yeah. looks at Bond of like, I'm about to do something that's so <laughs> awesome. Right. No, no, guys. It's I'm... called Catwoman. <laughs> and winning I, an Oscar. That too. I'm not and clear. Catwoman. <laughs> I'm not clear on where this comes in. I don't really. I'm fuzzy on the next few scenes, if I wasn't already fuzzy on them. Somewhere in this, sure. London Colin starts playing. Yes, that is after, um... Why? Bond, because he's going to London. Why? Because he's going to London. We're, go- we're going with Suicide Squad logic here, Tyler. <laughs> they're going to London, so they're playing a song with London in it. But, like, have the Bond movies... He's London calling! Have the Bond movies ever done that? No. <laughs> in terms of just, like, having a song that's not the title song playing... Non-diegetically, just like, this is the, the... We're just blasting this. Yeah, California Girls. There's... In, it does it, in one of the Roger Moore ones, he... Oh, boy. He snowboard kicks somebody and they start playing California Okay, girls. but that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was boss, okay? <laughs> he nailed it, man. Nailed the choreography. I don't know if there's any other. But it, it was just so, like, obnoxious and like, what is... What? Yeah. What? I don't know. That was my next note. I don't know what I don't really know what happens in between that and the next few scenes, but yeah. Uh, well, then Toby Stevens parachutes down to go get his knighthood. To go get his knighthood, and I was oh, like, yeah. I remember when the Power Rangers parachuted down to like do nothing, and it was way more awesome than this. Mm-hmm. So is is this whole plot's been thrown together in fourteen months, right? I guess. I don't know how knighthood. Applications work. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, you're. Also, I don't know if Gustav well, Graves would be able so, to get this famous so this fast. If we want to get real litigious, I believe they specifically reference. Oh, what is it? It's something about if he's going to. I think if he's going to use the title. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, like if he's going to go by Sir. Yeah. Uh, but he is an Icelandic uh, citizen. If I'm not mistaken, is that not the what they're establishing as? Is oh. that he is from Iceland. I don't know if it's that. I thought I that think was just where the diamond mine was. Well, I think they to be. specifically say he's an Icelandic diamond person. Like it's so it's like it's, who knows? The, the, the descriptor seems to apply to him and not to the, the diamond mines or the diamonds, which indicates, based on my quick research on Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, that he would not actually be allowed to use the title. It's it would he would ha- he would be receiving an honorary one because he's not a British citizen. Interesting. This movie's bulletproof. <laughs> bulletproof. Nothing to lose. I don't remember the rest of the song. <laughs> I just know it from Pitch Perfect. Sure. Um, I, there's other things that happen. Uh, is this when the sword fight happens? Or is that yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Madonna's like, I only have a few lines and they're all about sex. <laughs> mm. And James, like a virgin. And James Bond was like, not anymore. But yes, that, then, that whole sword fighting scene is something else. Yeah. Um, and the Miranda Frost is supposedly, Rosamund Pike, 
the best sword fighter ever, but we never really see her do sword fighting until the very end, right? Yeah. Yes. When she does an okay sword fight with Halle Berry. Yes. It's fine. Um, where I believe for and most of it... she loses. I was going to yeah. say, I believe for most of it, Halle Berry doesn't even have a sword. True, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, he, he gets in a sword fight with this dude because he shows up and then this dude's fencing and then he's just like, hey, I, I can do some fencing. You want to bet money? <laughs> I'm, I, I have a gambling problem. You want to go to bed? <laughs> and then they're like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll do a little, little fighting. And then he wins a couple points and then he's like... Also, once again... Bond just loves revealing his hand so fast to the bad guy. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, I got this diamond. You know this diamond? This illegal diamond? I found it in Cuba. You know what you've been up to in Cuba? I'm best buds with Zhao. Test me, dude. I'll shoot you right here. Right I'm not touching him. I'm not touching him. I'm not touching him. It's just no imagining Bond doing that in every movie. It's it's just I don't like it. Just turns into this this like it keeps going. I mean, it's yeah. entertaining. It's it's a no, lot no, of fun, no. it, and so it's not. I wasn't like particularly upset because it's not like I was like that invested in what's going on. <laughs> There's a part where they're fighting. They're going through multiple rooms and they're fighting like through a hallway. And there's an old man sitting there with a newspaper, yep. and he doesn't move until they slash his newspaper in half. And then he's like, "Mercy!" His monocle like pops off into a champagne glass. <laughs> yeah, ugh, it's a lot. They, like, destroy this place. Yeah. They, I think they, like, weave in and out of outside. Aren't they fighting outside at one yep. point? And, like... And then at the end, Bond cuts him, and then he's like, Okay, well, <laughs> rousing, 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 good sport, good sport, very nice. <laughs> like Thunder Version. Yes. Whatever. And then, <laughs> that's just it. I just, um, I just love how, like, stereoty- stereotypically stuck up he is in the next scene where he's just like, Look, I'm putting on a little demonstration up in Iceland. Icarus. Like, the way he, the way he delivered Which, that one. That also, be... he's naming the thing Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which is like, it's almost like you have to... Res- it's just like, oh, he knows he's a supervillain. He's, yeah. he's, he's here for it. He's like, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets off by people stopping him. So then they end up at this big ice fortress, which I gotta say is is a pretty good well, looking. Set. Hold, 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 we 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 missed a little bit of, of oh, Bond. Okay. I mean, I guess that this might be. I want to go go down this route with what's happening with Bond, and then we can, we'll jump to the okay, okay. ice fortress. Because um, Bond then M is like, "Hey, why don't you why don't you come meet me in this tunnel?" And Bond's like, "Okay," and they meet in some like abandoned tunnel, and then she's like, "You're a loose cannon cop, but you get results." And he's like, "Yep." And then they give him an invisible car. Uh, John Cleese shows up, and it's quite fun. John Cleese is great. This. The VR gunfight. <laughs> there is sequence, a VR gunfight, which is maybe the best action scene in the whole movie Possibly. until it's revealed that it's a VR. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. raises a whole slew of questions, particularly when Money Penny is using it at the end. Is yes. that is that the one where we think Money Penny's killed? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that happens, and then um, M talks to Roseman Pike. And Roseman Pike's yep. like Bond is this... Bond is a loose unit. <laughs> no, she she's specifically like Bond is an idiot, and he like blows things up, and he sexualizes women, and just like that's all he does. Like, why why do you still use him? I literally do not understand like how anything he does is effective. And she's like, well, it works. <laughs> like I mean, he, he gets stuff done. It's, it's, it's his name is on the movie. What am I gonna do? His. His methods may be unorthodox, but he, darn it, he gets it's results. Literally, like, that's, that's basically the response. And, and plus, then, I just gave him back his badge and his gun. I can't take it away now. <laughs> and then she's, she's like, well, you're the only person I can trust not to sleep with him, so uh, we're sending you with him. And it's, 
For a moment, though, that's a nice scene because it's like these two women yes. talking about how this guy sucks. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. I also like that these two actresses are talking to each other because I like both of them sure. very much. Sure. And they've worked together like three times. It's great. Yes, so. Apparently, Judah Dench calls her Rosie. Guess so. Die. Another Sigmund Freud analyze this. <laughs> uh, starring Billy Crystal. Now, <clears throat> so is this an ice palace? Yes. Let's, let's so the ice that. palace is a pretty good looking set, I think. And it's at a, least at night under certain lighting. For for for, like, <laughs> for, for me, someone who grew up in this time watching movies like this, this <laughs> really for me, for me, someone who grew up in an ice palace. <laughs> it really reminded me of home, and. It just it just took me back. It would be impossible for me to get up there with a crocodile sub. <laughs> oh, yeah, just keep bumping your head the whole time. <laughs> but uh, it's such a... It reminded me very much of, of like, your Batman and Robin, your mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet and everything. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. But the movie never, like, gets silly enough to, like, for me to really enjoy this crazy ice castle. Yeah. Because the movie is trying to take a lot of that stuff more seriously, so they shouldn't have made an ice castle just like your your Empire Strikes Back. Like, it's a base in the ice. This is what we made. Yeah. But instead it's like, no, there's like ice walls and everything's carving out of – I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So you should have like, you know, every, I don't know. Everyone's like a like penguin waiters or something. Like, really lean into sure. it. Have a polar sure. bear DJ or something. Yeah, please. Uh, that'd be great. Just have the uh, the octopus from uh, Aquaman. Aquaman yeah. with drums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be awesome. But it's just they don't do that. And then there's like some subterfuge, I guess. Subarctic fuge. Crocodile subterfuge. Crocodile subterfuge. <laughs> well, Mr. Bond was just explaining his Big Bang theory. Oh, God. oh yes, I That's think I've got the thrust of it. World. That's a sentence in the movie. <laughs> And it's not even said by Bond. Both both actors, both actresses have to say that that crap. It's so stupid. Like, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The um, worst one I think for me is Brosnan when he says, "I managed to keep my tip up." Yeah. Because if we're going literal, that's not very good. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. I I have one that I think is worse, but it's not sexual. Do tell. It's it's at the end when they're on the plane and everybody's been sucked out and it's just Bond versus Graves and well, Bond. That, no, 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 no. We, we gotta. Yeah, we'll save it. We've gotta build to that. We've gotta okay. build to that. I knew what you're talking about, but that's not that's yeah. not what we're. It's we're, it's, it's my, important. It might be my favorite good bad moment of the entire <laughs> sure, film. Sure. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. And, well, and Gusev like, gives his big announcement with his big coat, and then he's like, "I'm going to the thrift store," and he leaves. <laughs> And starts playing Downtown by Macklemore. <laughs> exactly. And he's Not like, but remember, one love. No, because this movie has to get everything wrong, Tyler. That's fair. That's fair. And then, like, Bond and Rosamund Pike are doing some some sneaking, some mm-hmm. spying. Mm-hmm. Making out. The making out. Mackin'. As, like, <laughs> and more. <laughs> and to, to like... Macklemore? Macklemore. And they're trying to... They start watching Mac and Me, and everybody was just horribly confused. Yeah, Exactly. And so they're, they're Mackin with Macklemore while watching Mackin <laughs> and eating McDonald's. I was gonna say mac and cheese, but that's fine too. <laughs> no, that's better. E- eating McDonald's and mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't remember what happens next. What happens next in the um, movie? They sleep together. And yeah, yeah. Then yeah. She, and, ha- and Halle Berry gets captured. 
Halle Berry gets hit. Oh, and then Halle, is this where Halle Berry's trapped in the big, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's this crazy laser. Oh, and also, uh, we've been introduced to the heavy of this movie, mm-hmm. a guy whose name is Mr. Kill, mm-hmm. who we know that because as soon as Bond gets out of a car, this is his giant man who goes, I'm Mr. Kill. <laughs> and he goes, that's a name to die for. <laughs> what? But the, my, my favorite part about that is that that's like if you if you got out of your car at Target and there's like a person there just like, I'm J- I'm Davis. <laughs> Okay. I'm Dr. Shop. My name's Jack. I'm Dr. Shop. My name's Sergeant Discount. I'm Captain Good Prices. My name is Sheriff J.W. Pepper. I wonder if you like salt. Is that what happens? Those commercials with the general who sells insurance or whatever? Do you get a Captain, like, Captain Obvious? I'm General Insurance. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Captain Good Prices. <laughs> <laughs> I you go to like a hardware store I'm Sheriff Lumber <laughs> I'm the yellow fella like it's just so ridiculous that he's there like like I work in the library so that'd be like if somebody just walked in like good morning and I'm like hi I'm I'm the principal books <laughs> what are you doing I anyway. really hope that that's the only reason he got hired. God. Yeah. And so anyway, J- Halle Berry. <laughs> Gustav is, Grave is he spends part of his day at the Ice Fortress just looking at like potential account or clients and whatever, and it, like he see he sees some of the past henchmen that have survived. He sees like Jaws or whatever. He's like, no, I'm not not gonna. Mister Kill, you mm, say? He's gotta be pretty good at the killing thing. Leland Kill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on down, Leland. But so, so Halle Berry is – Mr. Kill has trapped Halle Berry. Leland, Leland, Leland has stuck Halle Berry to this, like, slab, and there's going to be a laser that's going to, like – I just totally laserify her. A laser that so – and eventually Bond comes upon this, and we don't see Halle Berry for a while, but we hear her making sexual noises. Sure. What it turns out is this is her straining to get away from the laser that is getting closer to her neck. Well, you're also forgetting about her wonderful dialogue that she exchanges with Zhao when yes. he's trying to interrogate her. I, what is that? What does she say? Basically, the, the gist of it it's is... It's her trying to say cool action lines. Oh, sure. Okay, okay. No, then in that case, I, only, I am only thinking of Zhao's last line. Who, this, so who sent you? Your mama. And she told me to tell you she's really disappointed in you. Man, I really love those Arrowverse TV shows. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Actually, I really like those shows. But also, but they have bad but yeah, the, the big takeaway for me from that was was that Zhao was like, "Hey, these lasers are real." <laughs> Get it? Foreshadowing? No, no, because because at first he's just like, "I'll I'll le- let you in on a little secret. This diamond mind, it's fake, but the <laughs> lasers are real." I'm like, yeah, of course the diamond mind is fake. But, but so all of this leads to James Bond. Fighting Mr. Kill, and all the lasers are going haywire. Mm-hmm. They're flipping and zipping and mm-hmm. tripping and dipping. I, I I really despise lasers being used in, in James general Bond, in James Bond movies, as I've talked about. But I thought it was a pretty fun sequence. I see your point, and I raise you Moonraker. Sure. Yeah, and I did not like that. <laughs> uh, but, but no, it, I agree. It's it's not it's not bad. It, but there's the, a lot. The control like, panel is swinging around. Sure, it's it's like in your classic uh, spy movie where they've got to get under the lasers. Mm-hmm. Or like a spy comedy where they have to dance through the lasers, mm-hmm. only this time mm-hmm. it's fighting. Mm-hmm. And so he and Mr. Kill are like trading punches, and then they eventually, like, he, he turns it off, 
and well, he gets Halle Berry. Halle Berry, out. Halle Berry is still in there, and she grabs. That's it. That's she it. grabs the the control panel, and then that's oh, when yeah. that's she lasers. Yeah. Mister Kill in the back of the neck, and it and goes it, through oh, his mouth. Yeah. Yes, and then and, yeah, in a pretty admittedly great silly moment yes. where he's just opening his mouth, and and you know the actor just had to stand there with his mouth open <laughs> while they went. Hold it. Make awkward noises. You're dead. Hold it. <laughs> Hold it. Now, we know we know your name is Mr. Kill, but this time you need to right. Mr. B. Kill. Okay. In this scene, okay, you just okay, lasered in the Leland. face. You're, you're groaning in pain. You don't know what's happening. Your name is Kill. You're Medulla K-I-L. <laughs> and action. <laughs> your Medulla Oblongata has been severed. You're losing your senses. And action. You've lost... You've lost... You've lost the feeling of pain. <laughs> it's just this amazing... And then this landing right next to yes. Bond's... I literally had to go back to be like, wait, how did that... What? <laughs> and Bond's just like looking at it like, whoa. Yeah. And so, and so then... And so now he Bond, and Bond is just like, oh, that's what lasers do. <laughs> <laughs> so then now Bond and Halle Berry are teamed up. So what happens next? Is this where we get all the... Is this where we get the, the scene where Zhao and Gustav Graves talk to each other? I think that's, that's actually before earlier. that. Yeah. Okay, because they talk to her... Look. Look. Look, I don't like when people just ascribe things to characters. There is an underrepresentation of things in the media. So I understand why people would want to, you know, interpret things certain ways. These two are in love. They are talking so close. And Toby Stevens especially, everything he's saying, he's like looking at Zhao's mouth while he's Mm -hmm. saying it. And he's like, but I think. To do, and every he looks like he's trying to like bite his lip, like it's so tense. And I now, was like, now I'm imagining the relationship where, where Gustav doesn't want the diamonds to be removed from Zhao's face. That's why they stay on there. And he just keeps touching him, like Edward. <laughs> you look like a man I knew long ago. And then it cuts to like during the Vietnam conflict where Robert Pattinson was like a GI who met. Colonel Moon. Robert Pattinson, a.k.a. Captain Good Prices. Exactly. And he meets Colonel Moon and is like Miss Saigon and they fall in love. And he's like, no, I have to leave. Why? Because I have to go be in Washington. And then he leaves and Colonel Moon's like, no! So now he's fallen. I actually really love this. I promise I'll never fall in love with a guy with diamond skin again. (laughs) Oh no, it's happened again! But I didn't count on you, Zhao. Oh, Moon, you said you wouldn't do this again. Oh, Roy. That's my name, Roy Moon. (laughs) Roy, don't do this. Don't do this, Roy. You made a promise to wait two days. That's the rule. No, I want to talk to him now. Why do all your Bond villains sound like Twin Peaks characters? (laughs) Because I dream of a happier world. Do you guys remember the joke on Family Guy where no. Stewie like meets Roger Moore at a party, and then he's like, he's like, he, he pulls out a napkin, he's like, who the heck is R M? And they cut to Roger Moore standing in front of a phone, being like, don't call him yet, Roger. Wait two days. That's the rule. Oh, I want to talk to him now. And he dials the phone. And it rings once, and he, sh- he goes, "Darn, it's so cute." Oh, so that was something that I took from the movie is that I thought Zhao and Moon wanted to kiss. That's fair. But so now is this this is where we get all the turnarounds where we yes. re, re, like Bond got the, the like, gun on wandering around and she gets captured in a room again. No, that was before. How, what is she doing now? I don't know. Bond sends her back to his room to go find Rosamund Pike. Okay, and he goes to confront Moon. Okay, okay. So she gets captured again. Yes. Does she, does she get frozen? Is that a, or like what? They they. 
trap her so that way when they start melting the fortress using the space gotcha. laser, she drowns. Okay, okay. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so Bond is sitting there at a chair and he's like, hey, hey, Gustav, die another day, am I right? I got a gun at your face. And, um, then he gets up. <laughs> no, I want Bond to say that. I got a gun at your face. <laughs> he kind of does, though. Is, this, is he, that his new catchphrase? I got a gun at your face. <laughs> but he gets up and he, he goes and he's, he's holding, up, holding them up and then um, I, there's some some line about like the only defense I need is right here, and he's talking about his gun or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, uh, Rosamund Pike shows up, and then she they like they've got their conversation time to where like when Gustav says a certain line, then she turns from pointing to Gustav to pointing yeah. to Bond. Oh. Um, they, they they really you can tell they rehearsed it. You can tell that they were they were ready. I mean, these people are so <laughs> egotistical. I do kind of buy it. Yeah. And, I mean, but hey, from this point on, I didn't need to pay for my whole seat because I was only going to use the edge. Mm. Oh mm. boy, mm. this is big. No, this no is that's I... uh, that's one with Tom Hanks. That's... <laughs> that's right. When I saw this movie, and I went, "This is big." Wait a minute. <laughs> that's not. That's not what the Bible. <laughs> so, so now Bond is all upset, and he goes and cries. <laughs> Bond's like, just give me a minute. I believe he says when Zhao walks in, he's like, "Oh, I've missed your sparkling personality." Mm. And then Roy's like, "Stop it! He's mine." I mean, <laughs> nothing, nothing. My my favorite part is that I think Bond now now he like smashes through the floor. Does he shoot through the floor? He's got the the oh, right, yeah. right. He's got his little ring thing. Um, yeah, and he, he sonics the floor, and then he, he runs off, and, and is... Rosamund Pike chases him. But What a niche gadget. Sure. But I was fine with that for this moment. I know, yeah. I was fine with that, but yeah. once again, each movie, yes. like, they come up with gadgets that he will only need yes. for that particular I, film. I did want to mention, it was nice, John Cleese makes a joke about the fact that he's been given, like, 20 watches, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's never returned any of them, which is fun. Yeah. Um, but... Bond smashes through the floor and he runs off and they can't they don't catch him and then later we get another scene where they're all talking in this room but it's the same room with the floor empty so they're talking from other sides of the room <laughs> like 10 feet apart like in Shazam <laughs> yeah, just what like, what are we hey guys so the plan's still on right oh boy and this is the point where Bond just kind of runs away gets in that little sled thing with like a booster engine and he's yeah. out He's trying to get away from the giant space laser. Yeah. And then he, he hits... There's some really, really horrible CGI where he, he hits a ice wall and the, he gets stuck and then it's the ice wall so falls in. God. And then he, he para, parachutes on a surfboard yeah. type Okay, thing. that was pretty awesome. And he's like... No, it wasn't. Oh, from, oh are you kidding He's me? like getting away from the, the wall of water on this surfboard. Between the, C, the terrible CG yeah. and... and the Bond theme kicking... It was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. It would have been great if they had pulled some, some real Beach Boys, like... <laughs> Everybody was surfing. We're just going to name some locations. <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and then, it's like... actually Iceland. I don't know why I said... Anyway. Continue. Is there a blimp at some point? I don't know what happens. Well, it's... It... So he's, he's surfed... He's parasurfing away. Yeah, well, it's confusing to me because we have like a, a like a vehicle chase scene where he does that. Yes. And then the next thing he does, he just runs back and gets into his Aston Martin and is like immediately found out. And then him and Zhao get into another chase. Yeah, I don't know. I, I There's like know. a good twenty minute stretch there. The, this is the po- this is the part of the movie where I was just like, "What's happening?" Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. And then yeah, I completely lost it. Um, so how does Zhao eventually 
How does Zhao? How does Graves Roy die? How does Zhao die? Actually, before we get there, because that, I believe that's earlier, and I don't know what. Well, happened. that's that's. So so Bond has his invisibility ability kind of shot, and yeah. so it's it's reloading. I guess I don't know. I I, I don't know if how y'all felt about the bit with the ejector seat turning the car back right side up. Do you even remember? Oh, I'll start with that. Do Whatever. not remember the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I wasn't um, following it well enough to. Basically, when the ice castle is like starting to fall apart, Bond uses the invisibility right as uh, Zhao's about to ram his car off the side. And he just falls through. And then uh, Bond drives around and shoots this giant chandelier at the top. And then it falls on Zhao. And he dun, dies. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, 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 I don't remember any of that. Um... I know he gets Halle Berry out around this point because the place is melted, but he yep. gets her out and he, he warms her up in, <laughs> in the sauna or something. Um, oh, yeah, and he's like, no, please, no, not. He's like, it's warm in here. This is how physics work. I don't understand. Right? Um, no, you're having a great time. See? You're alive. You're singing and dancing. Then he's got a weekend at Bernie's her around, around um, to Michael Madsen. That would have been really funny if she had died and Bond had to go back to Michael Madsen. Like, oh, I had a great time hanging out with Bond. He's so handsome and good at spying. Why didn't you just tell? Why didn't you just say she was dead? I don't oh, know. I can't. Oh, Jinx, she's so uh, unlucky day. I guess. Okay, bye, bye. Oh, honey, come on. <laughs> So they, they go, somehow they get on a plane. I, I'm entirely unclear on how they get on a plane. Also, I think all of MI6 is in North, or in South Korea. Because, am I, am I, because there's a point where, or maybe they're, I don't know what they're doing. But there's They're a, at a South Korea base because they're monitoring the situation yes. to see what North Korea is going to do yes. now. They have a giant which, space see, laser. Which is not like, that's, I don't think that's how that is done in government. <laughs> I don't think you send the like like if you've got agents in the field, you don't then also send everyone else to be in the most dangerous part of the field and be like, oh hey, you should uh you should all be here and in danger. I mean to be um, fair, in the last movie, M was just like, no, I care about Electra, so sure. I'm gonna be there. Oh wait, that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but they're all there and in danger from the the, the giant laser, which uh, Colonel Moon has like a space arm laser satellite attached to his arm that he's controlling and general moon's like this is an abomination to god and then um he's like okay well i'm gonna kill you and so he kills his dad um in a very weirdly edited yes and like the guys behind him are just like okay every time this movie used slow motion i was just like oh you guys didn't mean for that when you shot it did you (laughs) (laughs) no yeah um there, there's the fight Who with cares the fight with uh, Rosemond Pike and Halle Berry happens where there's a, there's like a setup here where there's a there's a rack of swords and I was really expecting as the airplane's going around that like the swords would would fall over and then the rack would like st- it was going to end with like the rack stabbing mm. Rosemond Pike like it was going to slide over and crush her stab or whatever yeah um, but that's not what happens it just like falls over at some point and they give the, they ignore it um, but they they're fighting with some swords and then. Somewhere along the way, uh, a, is it a passport? Yeah. Gets stabbed with a sword mm. or with a knife, and then Halle Berry somehow stabs that into Rosamund Pike. It's not a bad fight scene. It's just not very, like, not super memorable. Yeah. And stabs it into it, and she says, read this. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, well, does, the, does she well, think... no, no, the idea is that Rosamund Pike before that, she says, I can read your every move. <laughs> okay, 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 so that's, all right. She should Again. have said, like, your diplomatic immunity has been revoked or something like that. <laughs> your license has been revoked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. Yes. God. But my license to kill is still active. Um, but yes, uh, now we get to the crowning, the crowning achievement of the movie um, when Bond is uh, looking over Gustav Graves and he's, and he's hanging. Um, and, and remind me, Alex, what, what is, what does Bond say uh, right before he kicks Gustav Graves or, or whatever he does to make him go fly into the jet? Engine? Oh no, no. There's a couple of different lines that he says. Okay. So let's, let's run through. Let's the let's... one that I wanted to talk about specifically is after everyone's been sucked out. It's just the two of mm. them and Bond goes and he says it in the most serious way he can. He's under a lot of pressure right now, boys. Under a lot of pressure, he's got to save the world. He says, "It looks like your friends have bailed." <laughs> okay, so we were okay. I'm glad we we're hyping up different lines here. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> so, what is it? Uh, you've got to remind me what because I think Gustav says something before their last. Because well, Bond, he like electrifies Bond with the thing, and he's got mm-hmm. him like down for the count, and he's like, "Oh look, parachutes for the both of us." And he throws one out, and he's like, not anymore! Mm. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, but he's like, um, <sighs> yeah, he's monologuing, because of course, and then right. he says, time to face destiny. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. And then Bond pulls the parachute mm. that Gustav is now wearing. And Gustav is like, Gustav is holding on for dear life outside yes. the edge of yes. the plane. And Bond goes, time to face gravity! <laughs> Which is not what he faces. Yeah, he That's does not... not it's not physics. He does, he gets sucked into the jet. His parachute yeah. dragging him. It's not. He'd be fine. Gravity's not the problem. He just he'd be okay. See, yeah. see, it's fine. See, just given gravity, the amount of noise, be... Gustav didn't even hear what he said. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Bond could have said <laughs> fee five o farm. What he should have said was like, "No, you suck." And then... <laughs> no, I came back to stop you. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, um, I mean, it's a bad line. So then, is it Bond and Bond and Barry? Bond One thing Barry? I wanted to point out: just a weird, like, action movie thing to try and make it cooler than it is. I love how Halle Berry gets like cut in the stomach or something. Like, oh no, she's gotten wounded. What's going to happen? And then she's she's got like two smaller swords, and then she turns one sideways, right. and that's and the music kicks in of like, oh. We're getting pumped up. She's like in the zone. <laughs> yeah. She's about to do some Tales of Symphonia stuff just, right here. Ah, oh, God. Yeah. And then. They, they escape in the helicopter. Um, they probably sleep together again. I don't remember. Who yeah, they do. Because they're at like some, like, it was like a Buddhist temple or something. Yeah. It was weird. I had no idea, like, who. And Bob's like, can we do it again? Did, did somebody live there or something? And know. then. Maybe like, they landed there? I don't know. And then Halle Berry has a diamond in her belly button, and she's like, oh, don't, yeah. don't, yeah. don't pull it out. No, and she I'm has like, tons of diamonds. They're covered in that. She's saying, yeah. Uh, but she's specifically saying, don't pull it out of my belly button. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who? Somebody's into something who's writing the script. Uh, I'm not here for it. His name is Neil Purvis. I will say as well, this scene, again, it goes back to my thing about James Bond and the, the whole masculinity thing. He's literally having sex on top of money. Like, that's that whole image, and it's just nasty. Yeah, they, they make We have to get lot. this back. Are you going to watch that first? 
Ims <laughs> uh, probably has another line at some point. I don't know. That's the end of the movie. Money Penny pretends to make out with Bond in the VR simulation, yeah. and I don't know how that works. I was so upset when I thought that was real. I was so mad. And then it wasn't real. And I was like, okay, so it's not as dumb as I thought. It's a sophomoric. Sure. Well, then she, I, the best part is she when Q finds her, she gets up and she's like rebuttoning her blouse. Yeah. So she had unbuttoned her own well, that's, blouse. That's in... what I get confused about. Like, what is she interacting with? Well, Alex, I think we need to. <laughs> no, no, go, no, no, no. Oh, well, we'll talk about it after the podcast. She, she, like, she's, she's at her desk, like working on her computer to start that scenario. <laughs> what? Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Alex, I think. Do you remember in uh, high school or middle school when you had to? When you went into one room and all the girls went into the gym to see the other film. <laughs> That's where they learned about Money Penny, which is also a word. I think, I think the confusion that Alex is trying to get out here is, what did John Cleese program this program no. to do exactly? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess it's like, a, a, like a, the hollow deck or whatever in Star Trek, right? Sure, yeah. You go in and you're like, I want a dinosaur cowboy. So you're telling me she's actually making out with John Luke Picard? She should be so lucky. (laughs) This movie gives. uh, This is an F. Yeah, same. Whatever. Okay. Would Patrick Stewart be a good James Bond? At at one time, he would have been. Yeah. He could do old man James Bond. He'd be a good M as well. That's true. Okay, Bond. He's so wonderful. What a great actor. I've long been convinced. Have I long been convinced? I feel like I brought this up before. I could be wrong. That uh, that he should be Dumbledore in a oh yeah like a Harry Potter remake. Sure, sure, type sure. Thing. He'd be I, great. I think I'm going to be slightly nice to the movie. I'm going to give it a D minus. Yeah. Hey, magnanimous Alex. D for day. <laughs> there are, there are moments few and far between that I enjoyed in the movie. Sure. sure. Yeah, are we doing a power ranking thing for this? I think we are. All right. This does bring a a, a conclusion to uh, our our run on Bond. Uh, we will true. be reviewing No Time to Die, and I'm sure they will do another one eventually after that. But like, as far as as what we've been slogging through for the past year or so, uh, we have finally. I don't even. It may have started earlier. Was this? I mean, the Craig Bonds were among the first. Well, yes, we did the Craig did. Bonds very early, but then. The Sean Connery ones. When did we start those? Would that have been last year? Probably. It's been a while. We've been we've been a like half James Bond podcast yeah. for quite a quite a few months now. So, and I would like to apologize to the both of you for <laughs> no, forcing this this oh, misery upon me. That's okay. Uh, we'll talk about our next franchise in a second. I know. Yep. Um, <laughs> um. So so I've got I've got all of our scores pulled up on a nifty Excel spreadsheet. How, how would we like to do this? I can I can I can organize each of ours individually and just kind of run down each of ours. How how are we feeling? I feel like that'd be good. Yeah, because I'm just gonna. I, I don't remember these movies clearly enough. Well, Alex is do. Alex, while you're doing that, Tyler and I can go through some individual superlatives. Who has been your favorite Bond, excluding Craig? Oh, I was gonna say we could also rank the Bond actors. Um, okay, as well. Okay, sure. Well, then, do you want to do who? Have you? Do, okay. Favorite Bond villains have, have any really stuck out to you and, sure. and stuck with you? I mean, Jonathan Price. He's uh, probably my answer because I love that performance so yes. much. I did in which one? Tomorrow? That was Tomorrow Dies. Yeah, I thought Sean Bean was quite good as well. I I remember enjoying Christopher Walken's performance. 
a lot of it does, I think, just come down to actor. I think Robert Davi is one of the better, like, utilized. Mm-hmm. Jaws is a lot of fun. Jaws is Jaws is my favorite, like, antagonist of um, of these movies. Obviously, in Goldfinger with Goldfinger and Man with Bowling Bowler Hat. <laughs> Was that odd job? Odd job. job. Yes. Um, both good. Mm. But like, I feel like the it started strong, and I got excited about like the two of them and yeah. uh, Jaws as well. And then somewhere along the way, it just turned into there. This is just a, a ring of generic guys who are just like here yeah. to fill in the role for Bond to yell at and do that, that's how I felt through a lot of the more films kind of uh, in the middle of those Christopher Lee I enjoyed sure know, but um Jonathan Price is probably the only one it might be the only one like since odd job except for maybe Robert Dovey sure. um who like I enjoyed both the performance and the actual like writing for yeah, the yeah, villain yeah. Whereas like a, a lot of, of them him, were yeah. just like, oh, the performance or the idea was was all that was really holding it together. Sure. Whereas, like Jonathan Price was like, oh, you you've actually written him something interesting to work with here on top of. Yeah, he's doing him a great a job. Good. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. Would you like to give us your grades for Casino Royale through Skyfall? Um, uh, yeah, and and this is going. I haven't watched any of these movies in a good while. You don't have to. Uh, I can. I, I'm going to go Casino Royale B plus. Okay. I'm going to go Quantum of Solace. I'm gonna have to give that like a C simply because I do not remember that movie at all. So I can't tell you that. I, I mean, we've already established this is a yesterday scenario where I'm the only person on this planet right. who actually remembers <laughs> that movie. Sure. And then I'll give Skyfall a flat A. Okay. I almost can do I just because I haven't seen it recently enough to do A plus because I sure. really like that sure. movie. I think it's a pretty cool. Just just as an action movie, I think it's a lot of fun. All right. At the end, it's Home Alone, Batman. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> I generally don't want that, but I like Javier Bardem a lot. Yep. All right, let me... Any Bond women that stick out to you? I know this is a much more loaded question. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh is the one I, I want to say. Probably, yeah. She might be the best of favorite. any... I mean, outside of the correct yeah. one. I remember Holly Goodhead being okay. Sure. There's a, it... There is a lot that are like, okay, you, you've... Put slightly more thought into this than you yeah, did some yeah, of the yeah. other ones, um, but ultimately the writing for yeah. all of them is very generally bad and yeah. misogynistic and mm-hmm. not good. I agree. And Michelle Yeoh at least got her like own fight scene yes. that she was like great yes. in. I have the list, gentlemen. <laughs> who who should I I start with? Or can we read our own individual ones? I mean, you can. Tyler, would you like to start or shall I? Or shall I like? I mean, I figured you could read them off. I think it seems more complicated. Um, I'll read. I'll read mine because I'm closer to Alex's monitor. Okay. okay. Well, I, I will start off with with mine, and then sure. Tyler's, and then Britain. You can give it a whirl. All right. We're starting from the bottom. Okay. What that would you... be my phone. So you're wor- <laughs> okay. Working up. Bottom rank. Worst of the worst. Uh, you only live twice. You yep. gave it enough. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> Followed by "Never Say Never Again." I gave it enough. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse, and I don't want to think about it anymore. Next up, <laughs> "Die Another Day." D minus. <laughs> we just talked about that for <laughs> God knows how long. <laughs> Next up, "A View to a Kill." D. Uh, we're, we've hit the first one that I genuinely do not remember which that one. Uh, was. Christopher Walken. 
Grace, okay. Grace Jones. Oh, blown up, blown up Sil- Silicon Valley. Yeah, blimp. Horses. San Francisco. Oh, God. Okay. And horses. Some of it. Some of it's there. Roger Moore, <laughs> very old man. Duran, Duran, Duran. Okay. <laughs> then I've got like several D pluses. I've got the Man with the Golden Gun, For Your Eyes Only, and Spectre. All D pluses. Nope. For Your Eyes Only. <laughs> That's the first Jaws. No. No. That's Spider Love Me. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I like Jaws. For Your Eyes Only is the one where he, uh, Roger Moore's rock climbing at the end. Oh, yeah! Okay. When he drives the very little car in the Italian village. Yes. Yeah, and yes. it tips over. Yes. Okay. Um, and I've got a bunch. I've got a lot of C minuses. Thunderball. Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Live and Let Die. Moonraker. And The World Is Not Enough. I actually remembered. No wait, what's the world is not enough? <laughs> so are you kidding? When, when did the, when did we review? I'm, I swear that was the last one we did. These titles all run together. Okay, so that was the last one. I already am forgetting what the last one was about. I don't think you understand how much these all ran into the same movie for me, and probably for Britain as well. Over yeah, the I'm surprised I'm remembering as much of them as yeah. I do now. Yeah. So now now we're entering the seas. I've got I've got Honor Majesty Secret Service, Octopussy, and Quantum of Solace. Okay. <laughs> I just see Tyler like questioning so much about his life. Oh. Take a quick swig of water and then we'll we'll continue with this madness. Ba 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 water sounds transition music and we're back. Uh where are we at? C plus The Living Daylights? Golden Eye and Tomorrow Never Dies. Which li- li- <laughs> <laughs> Living Daylights? Okay, what, what is that one? And what is Live and Let Die? Because one of those is a movie I know. And the Live and one... Let Die is Roger Moore um, battling a voodoo cult. Okay, okay. So what is Living Daylights? Living Daylights <laughs> is Dalton's first movie where he goes to Afghanistan. Okay. Oh God. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, now we're entering like like top tier Bond. Oh boy, best of the best. All right, so <laughs> B minuses, Doctor No, and the Spy Who Loved Me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then our Bs, we got Goldfinger and License to Kill. B pluses from Russia with Love and Skyfall, and then Casino Royale is my favorite with an A minus. Now to be further confused by another <laughs> list of 25 films. <laughs> I feel uh, like ours are going to be very, very similar, just like with difference in terms of grades. Did we do power rankings of any of the other franchises? I've no, done? but then none of the other franchises had 25 films. You're right. It would make less sense to do the short ones. Correct. I think we might have done something similar with the MCU. I don't oh, know if we wow. got that far into it. We but. probably, and I'm sure that with Pitch Perfect, we said something about like it's one, two, three. Well, obviously, we usually with a trilogy, we'll we can just go. Which ones. And also, yeah. I think we're all in agreement on Pitch Perfect. Yes, best to worst is one, two, three. All right, Tyler, that's me. <laughs> Your worst, never say never again. Correct. With an F minus. Correct. Can also you have to sing the song of each movie. <laughs> you can. I can get. Never say never. Wait. I can get four of them. Okay. <laughs> I think maybe. All right. You have three F's. Okay. <laughs> so the ranking is up to you, sir. You only live twice. The world is not enough, and die another day. I want to remind everyone. 
<laughs> we just watched. <laughs> we just watched one of those, and the other one was one we did last week. <laughs> I genuinely don't remember the world is not enough anymore. That was the Denise Richards. Because Dr. Christmas Jones. Okay, okay, we're back. <laughs> God. Alright. The man with the golden gun and a view to a kill, you both gave a D. Okay. You, now you got a few D pluses. Oh my god, you've got like six C minuses. <laughs> um, anyway, D pluses. Honor Majesty Secret Service, For Your Eyes Only, and Quantum of Solace. Correct. I still think you're being harsh on Honor Majesty Secret Service, but what do I know? Uh, um, am I though? Yeah. A little bit. Oh, well, I think you're being harsh on Quantum of Solace, but you don't, am I though? You don't even remember that movie, so it's fine. Um... All right, your 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 beloved set of Bond C minuses: uh, Thunderball, Moonraker, Octopussy, The Living Daylights, and Goldeneye. I love how all of those are like one word titles, except for Living Daylights. That's great. I think when we just have like a generic one-off title, just like this doesn't actually mean anything. I think that immediately rubs you the wrong way. Probably, but also the movies are bad. So. <laughs> all right. Then you've got four C pluses, so we're starting to enter Tyler's top yeah. tier. <laughs> top tier. These are these are top <laughs> tier films, Tyler. Tyler, there's top tier films. From Russia with Love. Okay. Which I still think being harsh on that. <laughs> Diamonds are forever. I think you're being too nice to that one. <laughs> Live and Let Die. And Spectre. You're definitely being too nice to Spectre. <laughs> I don't hold grudges. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> uh, Doctor No, you gave B minus. Yeah. Then Goldfinger and Tomorrow Never Dies, you gave B pluses. Yeah. Quick on the spot, because Bond fans will get mad at you. Which one's better, Goldfinger or Tomorrow Never Dies? Okay. So there's so one clear so answer. So tomorrow Never Dies. And there's the answer you will give <laughs> me. <laughs> Remind me again. <laughs> Is that Michelle Yeoh? Yes. Tomorrow? Okay. <laughs> I think I will remember Goldfinger long. Goldfinger is definitely, like, probably of all of these, and, and I don't know how much of that is just because it is, like, I knew I knew going into it that it was iconic, and so, like, I, I had, like, expected and knew I needed to really pay, like, dig into it. Right. Um, but that I think Goldfinger of all of these is definitely going to be the one that, like, most sticks with me in terms of... Oh, this is this is like even if I don't love the movie, I, I, there are things in, in it that I enjoy. Right. Um, like I'd probably go with that. I think I think they're both solid. I think you know a sensible decision, sir. B pluses: Spy Love Me, License to Kill, and Skyfall. And then Casino Royale I gave an A minus. Okay. All right, Britain, you can sir. you can no, you can read me mine. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying the Alex reading in my list. <laughs> and I have another and, and, and make sure to check it twice. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Antebellum Santa Claus. <laughs> also starring Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, the, the, It's the same thing, but he's racist. <laughs> the places I could go. All right, Alex, starting from the bottom. All right, now, now just... Once Start again, from the, the bottom, now we're here. Once again, the caveat... We don't have grades for um, Doctor No through Diamond or through Live and Let Die for yeah. Britain or Spectre. 
or Spectra? Starting at the bottom. Now we're here. We have Never Say Never Again and Die Another Day with Fs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Then we have The World Is Not Enough with a D minus. Interesting. Yeah, sure. Then we have three Ds. <laughs> <laughs> like in Total Recall? Oh my yeah. god. The Man with the or Golden Gun. Wait, what? What? The Golden <laughs> Gun? Okay. The Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. Four Your Eyes Only and a View to a Kill. Okay. I don't remember. If you... Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Go on. Two D pluses, Spy Who Loved Me, and Living Daylights. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Written. Man, I just really just throw out numbers and, <laughs> and math, huh? Four C minuses. I think the C minus is kind of our sweet spot for Bond films. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Moonraker, <laughs> Octopussy, License to Kill, and Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, okay. I can <laughs> see kind of a through line there, I guess. Whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know what these movies are. Goldeneye and Quantum of Solace, you both gave C's. Right, Quantum of Solace with the caveat of I haven't seen it in a long time. Casino Royale, you gave a B plus. I sure did. And then Skyfall, you gave an A. I did. The percentage of movies from this franchise that, for all of us, broke the broke into B. B oh, it's bad. It's very small. That's not. It's bad. It's not a good hit rate. Yeah. <sighs> I still like them. That was, that was a, no. It's fine, dude. That was disheartening. I'm excited for No Time to Die, and I shouldn't be. Oh, I don't know, man. That trailer's really good. It's a good trailer, but yeah. I've seen good trailers yeah, before. Like, Spectre right. had good trailers. I think Watchmen had a great trailer. I, I think I will definitely have new perspective on what like, we could be getting instead. That's true. <laughs> if they hadn't like changed gears. So you know what? There's going to be something really interesting about seeing new James Bond yes. movies now that I'm like, no, we've... And I haven't been through as much of it as you guys have, but like, yeah, no, I... Yeah, let's do, let's go. And I'm now like like I feel, I think when we first started this, it kind of bothered me that we're like, oh, we did the Craig movies way back when, but we haven't done these. But like, they really do feel like a different franchise. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, and the first one is only like what three years after. Yeah, that's two thousand five, two thousand six. Okay, okay so four, four years yeah. after. Still though, yeah. like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's like a, just a different planet. Yeah, I don't understand, and it's scary. Who wants a Charlie in the box? Rudolph. So can I decline Antebellum Rudolph? <laughs> well, I don't believe she'll enjoy my 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 di- my, my difference. <laughs> but I will jump very high and fly through the air. Um, so, do we want to announce our next franchise now? I think we before can. we dive into our closing recommendations and whatnot. Um, yeah, so the next franchise, which uh, Alex now has to do because... Speaking of toxic masculinity <laughs> and women in inappropriate, inappropriate sexualized um, clothing, yes, what are we uh, doing next? Because Alex made a deal with the devil when we started on... I think I think we had done the I Sean Connery... I danced with the devil in the Pale Moonlight. Correct. We had sure done did. the Sean Connery movies and we were delaying the other ones and I was like, okay, if, if we can do this uh, after we do all these other ones... Then, then I can commit to doing the rest of the Bond, the Bond movies. Um, so we are going to be doing the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, um, start your engines. Start those engines. Pop the hood. Uh, <laughs> open the gas cap. Get your go to Kroger. Uh, get your fuel. Yeah. Um, now we have. Have any of us seen any of these movies? 
No. Excellent. I don't think any... I've not seen a single correct. one. Yeah, nope. so we are going in completely blind here. That's great. Um, I That's think we, we did see before Birds of Prey, we saw the Fast and Furious 9 trailer, and nope. I think uh, we were all just genuinely, generally like cackling, um, <laughs> which is a good sign in my opinion. Yes, for what um, I think that movie is wanting us to do. Yes. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, so this is going to be, obviously we'll cover Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and uh, Shaw! And we should finish up uh, not too long before the new one comes out, so we'll, we'll be covering that one sometime late this year. Um, but yeah. And we might, kind of depending on how we're feeling about stuff, we might speckle in some of our, we have presently two movies to catch up on. Yes, so we do, we do at some point need to tackle Terminator Dark Fate. And Rise of Skywalker. And Rise of Skywalker. And then eventually Birds of Prey, but that's further down. I think we, I think I at know. this point where we're, we're leading, we'll probably put both of those on the end of this franchise. We'll just kind of go ahead and yeah, I'm, do a solid two months of and just run of just furious fastness. Yeah, um, but but if we we're, we're, we have options, if we run into a week where we're like, y'all, can we take a break? Sure. Which I don't know that we will because we haven't seen the movies yet. We don't have that like yeah. caveat, but you know, we'll see what happens. Probably we're gonna just do all yeah. the Fast and Furious movies yeah. in a row. Um, I don't know what we'll do. I don't think we have many plans beyond this. But this this really is like the last huge franchise that we have not done. I think, um, kind of yeah. In terms of just like if you look at box office, and you, oh, sure, obviously sure. there's ten movies, but like even like revenue per movie. Oh sure, um, sure, sure, sure. This pretty much. I mean, aside from like animated movies, which we'll probably start looking into later this year. Yeah, and then we um, do have several other like smaller franchises. Yeah, there there are a good Die handful Hard's. of other ones. Yeah, Die Hard and Born are some other ones we've been. Ban- I don't think we can do those right after this. No, I don't think no. we can go from Bond to Fast and Furious I, to one of those. I, I certainly can't. Um, but we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah we, we have time to decide that yes. for sure. So yeah, that's absolutely. A thing. I agree. Did you have a recommendation? I do. Uh, I got a, a pair of them uh, because I watched a like five or six movies since we last recorded. There you go. And my, the one I like the most is one our audience is probably really familiar with, so I'll just kind of tack that on. My main recommendation this week is a movie called The House of the Devil. Ooh. It's directed by Ty West from 2009. It is your basic stripped-down uh, college student gets a babysitting job and gets more than she bargained for. Oh. Ooh, boy. Like, like she, the parents come back and they're like, you did a really they good job. We're really, going to give you really like, well. extra money. Yep, it's incredible compensation and the pizza's delicious. <laughs> and, uh... They got a, a nice local place. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the delivery's real good. Yep. And, and it's, it's, a, it's an interesting movie because it's such a simple plot, but it's like an hour and a half. It's really hmm. simple, but... What that means is the director has plenty of time. There's a most of this movie. There's not a lot of overt, scary stuff happening. It's all tension building. It's setting up the atmosphere of this house. It's there's a few star. I wouldn't even call them jump scares. They're just like startling moments, but they're timed so well uh-huh. and so gen- genuinely. They don't like break the tension so much as like kind of reset you mm-hmm. and go like, all right, okay, okay, that wasn't the scary thing, but I'm still nervous. It's it's really well done and it's beautifully shot. It's shot like the, the quality of the film is like a late seventies, early eighties sure. movie, but also it, and like it's scored like one of those movies that's like synth and stuff, which is great. But also it's just so beautifully shot and beautifully lit. And there's a lot of gorgeous like slow camera work and everything. The performances are solid. In supporting performances, you've got Greta Gerwig and Tom Noonan, and they're both sure. always great. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's just like a quick little spooky you know, journey that I don't think a lot of people have heard of. The movie you probably have heard of and seen, but I rewatched, uh, is called Snowpiercer. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That is my second. That is, I like that movie even more, but I imagine most of our just, audience has probably uh, seen this. Alex, you can go to bed. Uh, let's just do another hour on Snow Piercer. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> Have a protein brick and come back. <laughs> but it's it's a movie. Oh if, if you uh, are like me, are, are still reveling in, in happiness for Bong Joon Ho after his triumph at the Oscars, or if you're uh, curious about him because of his triumph at the Oscars, and maybe you're a little nervous about stepping in, stepping into his his, his foreign language movies, Snowpiercer is in English, and I think it's a great starting point for his mm. his work. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, whether you have or haven't seen a Bong Joon-ho movie, this is a great place. It has similar things to say to Parasite, but in a very different way. It's very overt. Yes. The violence is, and I say violence, not action. The violence is so precise and so strict, mm-hmm. and it's so effective. Like, you really get the sense of, it's thrilling and it's exciting, yeah. but it's also, like, you really feel the impact that happens emotionally and physically in those scenes. Yeah. And it's just so well done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I watched this uh, probably a couple of days after the Oscars, because I was yeah. like, oh, that's awesome, you know, and I'd, I'd been floating around Snowpiercer, I, I did notice at some point that, like, the Netflix poster includes Chris Evans holding a hatchet, yeah. which I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, I've got to, um, and uh, watch it, and oh my gosh, um, the, I mean, it's, I, I think it might, like, I really, really enjoyed Parasite, Great movie, yeah. um, but Snowpiercer is such a tight script, mm-hmm. like, it's so, and, and I, I'm, I can definitely see why people wouldn't prefer Parasite over that, like, I can see, you yeah. know, for sure that it's, it's definitely a taste thing, um, but for me, just, like, it's, it's so specific in the way things pay off, and yep. the ultimate reveals, and the, you know, kind of what they say about the rest of the, what they say about humanity, yeah, um, Oh my gosh! It's I mean both are brilliant movies. I, th- I think. Yeah. Uh, have we? Did we actually? Or did you ever actually recommend Parasite? As um, I think I mentioned before... that we had seen it. I know that we 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 all we talked about it on the best of episode. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Alex, you've seen it now, and I know you really enjoyed Parasite. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avengers Endgame. I know I ended up having a top eleven because I didn't realize Under the Silver Lake was was somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, Avengers Endgame's off the list. <laughs> pa- Parasite's my number two <laughs> sure. for for yeah, last sure. year. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Um, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. It's great. Um, Snowpiercer is great. Go, and and go, all, go watch them. What great performances! It's so neat to see Chris Evans. Playing a, a more compromised yes. I hero. Mean, that, that's that's one of his best performances. Easily. I, I feel like, and he's so wonderful as Captain America, and he's still like the protagonist in this. But he's not like it's it's not the like super nice just golden yeah. boy. But it's also not it's not a um, it's not like a heel a, turn. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like a Scott yeah. Pilgrim or like a Knives Out, where it's sure. kind of like oh, that's <laughs> that's him doing like this sort of campy over the top uh, yeah, jerk. Yeah, you know. Now it's like oh no, he's he's actually. Playing a character, yeah, like he's that, like you know, it's, suffered it's re- through things. You know, really nuanced, yeah. And like Kang Ho Song is in there from mm-hmm. Parasite, mm-hmm. and Tilda Swinton's really great. Octavia Spencer, oh, John Hurt, Jamie Bell, um, Ewan Bremner. I mean, there's just yeah. performance after performance is so good. The design is beautiful. It it shot really well. Um, the lighting and the editing. I mean, just every piece of this movie is so well done, and like you said, so precise, it's so specific. It knows exactly what it's doing, and it's consistently doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, and that, that one's on Netflix. So if, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen either of these movies, start with Snowpiercer. It's amazing. But, uh, if and you, easier to see. <laughs> and easy, and easy. Yeah. So yeah, Snowpiercer on Netflix, check it out it, or revisit it. 
It was my second time watching it. Totally held up. House of the Devil, if you want a shorter, uh, different kind of spook ride, and that's all free with Amazon Prime. My recommendations for this week. Back to you, Alex, with sports. <laughs> Name any sport. <laughs> I was literally just going to recount the fencing match between Bond and Gustav <laughs> Graves. <laughs> it can be Quidditch. Oh, that's one point for Graves. And, uh, oh, looks like Bond has taken the lead. Oh. <laughs> A hit, a probable hit. Oh, looks like Bond hit him in the wrist and uh, Gustav Graves is not taking it well. <laughs> What's oh. that? He's grabbing swords <laughs> off the wall? He's ripping off We've his got, shirt. We're, we're having an exciting time tonight, folks. <laughs> He's ripping off his shirt. I'm feeling something within me. John, John, get the camera. This is going to be the best ratings all year. <laughs> well, we'll be right back on ESPN 9. All right. <laughs> on ESPN British. <laughs> <laughs> Bree ESPN? That's the cheese one, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, it's Brie Larson. It's just <laughs> this is Brie Larson doing cool stunts. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say it's just her movies. They just play, all, you know, cool Captain Marvel. Yeah, Unicorn um, Storm. Room, you know, it's good stuff. Oh, jeez. Oh, boys. Well, we've made it. We made it through James Bond. Uh, what was your favorite James Bond song, Alex? I mean, I've already said that. You know my name. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what mine is. Tyler. Is it Goldfinger? Gold. 